0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein Tires. to Fox Sports Radio. 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 You know what? Sports always surprises me, Mike Harmon. What's that, buddy? It surprises me because just when I think, okay, I know a lot of stuff we're going to talk about, and certain people I never think we're going to mention again, ah, there's no way. If you said to me a bunch of people, now we'll never talk about them again, will that? Ne- nope. Because you could have said to me today, Tebow. You, no. 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 I, no, no come on. I,
3: I think I know where, where he's going with this because uh, I saw a tweet early this morning that I clipped off. Yeah. And I saved, and I said, "Well, this could make for interesting show fodder." Certain people. So I'm glad yeah. to see you're going down that same same highway, because we're going to get to J.R. Smith the day after,
1: because it's really
3: still it's got to the be... main storyline. too yeah, no, soon, it's not deal. too soon.
1: It's not. It's, it just happened last night. I
3: mean, we were we were better today, right? We were all better today. We took LeBron James' advice: you be wore, better tomorrow. You wore uh, suit shorts. No, I wore pants
4: though.
1: Hustle to the mall to get me a suit short set. That's like three grand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're expensive. It's... They'd be six grand if you had the whole pant. Yeah, but see the the short... <laughs>
3: Yeah, the, the shorts though, I mean that's a that's a skinny tailored job. Mm. I, I I can't pull that off. I think one, it's... I'm not skinny. Two, I can't afford the tailor. I read Although some... those would have been pants
1: on me <laughs> given the height of LeBron James. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lot tall. They yeah. would have been pants on him. I read that uh, his Merce was like $41,000. That's a hell of a Merce. Oh, man. It's
3: funny. I had a couple, a mo- of, a couple of folks ask, ask me about the, the game and whatever, and and they were quick to want to point out they're from Ohio and and started defending LeBron James. I go, one thing you can't defend, the pouty, childish, I'm taking my Merce and I'm walking <laughs> out of here. As he walked through the, hard, as he walked through the media, because he could have so gone off to, to the side. Cool.
1: It's so hard to do it and look cool. No, but even if he didn't have that. Just walking out like uh, he did was Walking was out would have been pushy. fine, but walking out like Angus Young is is a lot more <laughs> well, difficult. Well, if he had
3: the hat on. Like, if he'd gone into the Merce yeah. and pulled out the jaunty little hat uh, like Angus always wore, now that would have been next level. And oh, Instead, by the way, all he did was put on his sunglasses, pout, and said, be better tomorrow. And we were all better today. I think we all had a great day. Tyshirt looks like he got to the gym early. Frostberg, I, I know, was feeling pretty good about life. The, the Mets lost, so he was feeling happens. pretty good. Callaway had a, uh, a team meeting where he started cursing everybody out. So it really flowed through. And
1: you brought in chips and cheese. So we all won. And we all and I want to say before I, I hey thanks Rob Lowe for the retweet because there you go I had a tweet go crazy today because Rob Lowe retweeted it there you so go well you. that's Indianapolis that's Colts insider Directv Rob Lowe yeah. not cable Rob Lowe do Direc-
3: you know anything TV about that
1: uh, Peyton Manning story that's uh, circulating again I, I didn't ask him I was just happy for the You really should have yeah. pushed back I, I was but I, he's a I, guy that knows things. I'd have felt needy that's okay uh, guys I didn't think we'd ever talk about it again for two hundred this tweet came out today. I got to respect that King James for standing up for his teammate. McNabb would never do that for me at ESPN. Who is that tweet from? Is it from Terrell Owens? It is not. That would have been a good one, though. It's not. It's not about T.O. Is it Charlie Garner? No, it's not about Charlie Garner.
3: Wow, a Charlie Garner
1: reference. That's good. Is it Andy Reid? It is not Andy Reid. No. I got to respect King James. It's not. Well, it could be a Colangelo Burner account. Okay, good. But it's got a checkmark. Is it Coach Ditka? It's not Ditka or a hurricane named Ditka. Remember, it's someone you never thought we'd ever talk again on Sports Talk Radio. I got to respect that. No, we we mentioned Tebow all the time. I'm so excited. Teicher plays those in his sleep. I think he just presses buttons in his sleep and hears Tebow saying, I'm so excited. I'm very, very excited excited about about it. I got to respect King James for standing up for his teammate. Meaning, when King James Lebron walked out of the press conference last night following J.R. Smith questioning a line he didn't like, McNabb would never do that for me. At ESPN, sent this morning from Freddie Mitchell. Fred yeah,
3: Fred Freddie. Welcome back, Fred X. Freddie Mitchell. Fred X Fred X, Fred X. Fred X. Fred. When I Fred saw X. that earlier today, these I just hands, started laughing. These
1: hands are a gift from God. <laughs> so started <laughs> laughing Mitchell! pretty heartily over that one. Freddie. From fourth and twenty-sixth for this. Fred no, it's Freddie. Not Timmy. Not Timmy. No, no, Freddie. <laughs> you gotta get a Freddy. You Tim- got a bunch of no, Freddie no, got no, no. finger drumming. It's, it's, it's Timmy now. Timmy now. Timmy. Freddy! Freddie, Freddy, Freddie, Freddy, Freddy! Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Timmy. Fred no, Freddy. Freddy. Just get Freddie my love from Greece and play that.
3: Freddy! I don't
1: get it. That's because it's Freddie. Freddy. Freddy. Timmy. No! <laughs> But how about a bowl prediction for J.R. Smith? You we got to love this? that. Sure, this is this is what I would do if I was Ty Lue, and here's my bowl prediction: where if 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 gambling was legal in Delaware today and not next Tuesday, I would go to Delaware and put money on this. We could go
3: drive to Vegas tonight.
1: Uh, I mean, to oh, tonight. Oh, oh, I could just call. Uh, we got Furman coming up in a couple hours. From well, that's Vegas. still going across state lines. You Andy? need to drive. <laughs> no, I think it's. that guy was terrible. <laughs> What do you think, Noah? Hey, you know this guy. Here's my big, this is what I would do if I was Ty Lue. J.R. Smith, after last night, not knowing the score, lying about it post-game and said, I knew the score. I just wanted to dribble out and say, ruining game one of the finals for LeBron James, who becomes the first NBA Finals player ever to score 50 <laughs> points and lose in a game. Well, but that becomes another record
3: that he gets to say he holds that. That's uh, true, yeah, doesn't. maybe,
1: maybe. J.R. Smith. D-N-P-C-D in game two. Does J. that mean Hood gets minutes instead? Not, well, here's, here's, here's why. I'm glad you brought up Rodney Hood. And again, guys, I never thought we'd talk about it yeah, again. Yeah, there you go. Brody Brody back Mitchell, up Rodney Mitchell or Rodney or, or Kendrick Perkins. How about Coach Perk? No, yeah. Perk, he gets in fights. He, uh, he, he, uh, as long as Drake is still point, around. Nah. But at
3: this point, man, he could go
1: after Draymond Green. Now, as long as fight in no time. As long as Drake is still around. Here's why I would bench J.R. Smith. Number one, it is simmering with the team. He did not own up to his mistake last night. You know LeBron is seething. It was one thing to make that mistake. It's another thing to then say, no, no, I knew how much time, I knew all of this, I knew all of this, directly opposite what Teron Liu said, and you got to own something like that. You have to own it. You got to do it. It was a mistake. It's awful. You'll be known for it the rest of your career. You got to own it, and he didn't, and that's got to piss everybody off with the Cavaliers. He doesn't own that he made a huge mistake. He's been playing awful. He had an awful series against Boston and had an awful first game against Golden State. And he's playing 30 minutes a night. Right. And he's shooting three for 10. He's not at a game shooting over 35% from the floor in two and a half weeks. He has been terrible. I would say, you know what's going to happen instead? I will dust off. That corpse of Rodney Hood and get him in the lineup. I will give more minutes to Kyle Corver, who was plus eighteen last night, only played 14 minutes. Not suddenly Kyle Corver can play 35 minutes, but I would play those guys and I would sit Jarr Smith and say, We are in this as a team. You own stuff and you are DNB. And maybe you earn your way back, depending on how the rest of the series goes. But I sit you for game two and I give your minutes. And I even will slide Clarkson over a little bit and let him play, he wants to play a little bit off the ball, whatever it is, you play, you can play a couple of your guards together. I would say that would be my backcourt, and I would say, you know what, J.R. Smith, you screwed up so bad, and you wouldn't own the mistake, and I, I cannot have you play. If you were playing great, it's one thing, but you're not doing it, so you sit in game two.
3: That's the thing that's hard, though, is that you've got so many bad secondary players that you're looking and choosing between. Jordan Clarkson looks lost out there. All right for, for great stretches of time. Yeah,
1: alternately, he looks lost. Well, no, he'll have a couple of minutes where, where like, it where works. Where's Jordan Clarkson? Well, you see
3: some of the defensive rotations. He looks lost. He looks absolutely confused and bewildered That as if there were a seventh man walking around, let <laughs> alone a sixth. Like, <laughs>
1: wait, well, who's got him? What about the two like, guys There's only behind five me? guys. No, those are referees. No, no, they play for the Warriors. Yeah, so no, there, no, there are no. some
3: of those moments that leave you uh, confused and bewildered as much as he is. And then you're you're talking about Dustin Hood off. I don't know why he had to be dead. Why did you have to go down
1: that road? Why do you start a Friday like that? When you don't, when you don't play, you may as well be. That's what it is for your team. Well, I could be a good I mean cheerleader. Basketball dead. I don't mean dead. Why do you got to go dead? Dead. You know, I meant basketball dead. I meant basketball corpse. You dust them off. I hope they're all dead. Not you no. Know, see, now that was really dead. Bobby Knight thought everybody. He wanted. He everybody really wanted to every. Yeah, he dead. was
3: truly calling for the extermination of people.
1: But, but yeah, that's steel yeah. chair to the head dead. You find. You, you Ooh, find yeah. a way. To suck his minutes up yeah, with other people. because are to it's steal not 30 like minutes. And yeah. You can steal 30 minutes. And you know what? I think if you give Rodney Hood 15 of those and you give Kyle Korver another 10 to 12, or and Clark, they're going to give you... What about the fear factor? They're going to give you... What fear? The that fear? Smith's going to know what the score is? No, no, that. LeBron James may beat him to a pulp if he has another game like that. And it's He can earn his way back. But I would sit him for Game Two and say, "You know, dude, this is really bad. And you embarrassed us not only with what you did on the court, but you wouldn't own it after. No one likes you. Everybody is pissed at you right now. They're so pissed at you. Le- LeBron's so pissed at you. He's pissed at Mark Schwartz. That's how pissed you LeBron went after is. Schwartz,
3: be better tomorrow. Yeah, be better I- tomorrow. That should have been said in the locker room to J.R. Smith. You know what? Be better tomorrow. <laughs> now you go answer these stupid questions. They said up- that to him? Oh, I think they said a lot more, but, but we're if, we're trying to stay FCC compliant here. I like my
1: job you have a you have a shooting guard who's playing thirty minutes a game and he's and he's scoring eight nine points right. and he's shooting thirty percent from the floor. You can't win that way. you can't win with a black hole like that it's, even with LeBron scoring fifty one no, that, but, but, but that's the thing is that
3: even with as miserable as miserably as everybody played other than Kevin Love, who had his normal quiet night uh we we found out he won't be suspended, so that's good, but even with all of the secondary players having their struggles, they still almost stole that game. They still almost jumped up and bit the, <laughs> the Warriors on their home court. We saw Kevin Durant disappear once again. Steph Curry, about what? He had about 50% of his three point shots. You saw Clay step up. And in that overtime period, they scored 17 points. Would you have three, two or three points between Durant and Curry with few shots selected? You had them on the hooks, on the hook, and you let them off. I mean, it's the the classic Dennis Green scenario here: is that you play a team that shoots fifty one percent, and you play them to the final minute. You have a call go against you, and then you have what becomes one of the you know Mount Rushmore. Everybody loves Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It Mount so it's a Mount Rushmore moment of a wide eyed J
1: R Smith. <laughs> I really looking at all the memes and everything from today. There are there are many things that are just picture perfect. Well, that hand
3: gesture and the, and hand, the, the hand gesture. Like, we J. just J. were Smith at looking
1: the best. You you didn't have to go there. <laughs> there's there's so many things that just got. That's the per, That's the J. R. Smith statue. If they make the statue of J. R. Smith in Cleveland, that that's a statue. LeBron with his hands out yelling and J. R. Smith with a bewildered look at the scoreboard. I thought we were ahead. And I'm sure there are nine thousand people that did this, but. Uh, I'll just
3: credit it overall. The fact that JR Smith is now known for the shot he didn't take, as opposed to all the air balls and errant three point shots that we've played countless times in the past. Now it's the, I'm going to dribble <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> nope, it's going to be about the shot not taken. And that made all the difference. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance for more info. Visit geico.com. I'm glad you brought up, oh, are the suddenly vulnerable Warriors really vulnerable because that was a very big storyline today. Oh, this is a series and the Warriors are vulnerable. The answer to that question is yes and no. We'll tell you why. Coming up next, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. J.R. Smith probably woke up today and said, yeah, they're going to talk about me forever. And then Buffalo Wild Wings said, oh, hold my beer. I got you, J.R. In Rewind.
3: (laughs) I mean, you could do one of those old commercials, right, where you can rewind it and pause and do all sorts of crazy stuff. But no, the Buffalo Wild Wings Twitter account hacked Act. with
1: horribly racist, sexist, sexual comments of just a litany of them. Bang, 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 bang. And then finally they stopped. Buffalo Wild Wings apologizes. I mean, there a litany was... of sexual
3: tweets and then you yell bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you know
1: like you know, a little I mean, bit you early for saying. that party. Like It's like that's how they came out. They came out one right after the other like that. What their special sauce really is, why their wings taste so good. People, they're talking about people you don't even know, and they're but saying things about them. But they make, they make them, them feel like they're your neighbor. Not yeah, not not a not not a good day for Buffalo no, not Wild so Wings. Much. Not a good day for that. How uh,
3: are the chicken futures though? Do they have uh, those contracts locked up? I think chickens up? are don't...
1: fine. Yeah, I think chickens are fine. Apparently, what's being no no, blamed no it's for keeping
3: them. that cost structure in place. That's that's what I'm talking. Wait, about. they only they only it's serve big, the wings. They yeah, don't have the rest a, of the but, chicken. But buddy, it's a bigger. Never mind.
1: They bring they bring the chicken. They take the wings. They say you take the chicken. Gets on the bus. We'll split the chicken with you. Just give us the wings. You take the rest of the chicken, and the other people serve the other parts of the chicken. They're no longer chicken though. After today,
5: it's how it
3: works. It's goose goose wings. Oh, Oh, nice Detroit goose wings brought in
1: straight from Detroit. We know that goose is alive and doing well. Well, it it was it was 48 hours ago. Yeah, (laughs) J.R.
3: Smith. Maybe it was a burner. Could have killed that goose. Yeah, but maybe it was
1: a burner goose. (laughs) Oh, we got you know we got to check Brian Colangelo, who that? still has a job as of eight twenty two p.m. Pacific time well, you know. on Friday night. Apparently, the whole Buffalo Wild Wings thing—they believe that it was just a not strong enough password that it was able to get. Well, at. that'll do it. Buffalo Wild Wings password B
3: W W one two three four five.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm in. Filler well, one try. two three four <laughs> five six seven. I'm oh, in. I can't believe this. <laughs> How about that? I'll create special Buffalo Wild Wings burner accounts. Nice. Yeah. So not a great day, but at least you know, with Buffalo Wild Wings trending, J.R. Smith can say, "Whew, not me at least for a little bit." Plenty of time. Then we're going to go to Cleveland live for an update. Day two, day after game one <laughs> of the finals, which is all anybody wants to talk about. And honestly, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the show, everybody I talked to today. Wanted to ask me about last night. There's t- there's days there's times when I go because you know all my you know people I know and and Zoe's friends their parents they all know what I do for a living but you know they don't really ask me about sports a no, lot. No, they know better than ask things. at this point. I but say, I'm matter. on the clock
3: now and I pull out a little canister
1: and say, "Feed the no, meter." Didn't matter today. Teachers, friends, parents, everything. What do you think about that last night? I'm like, oh, we got do. I gotta do the show again. So it's like which, which part of it right now? Yeah, Where do works. you want me to begin? Everybody, that's all anybody wanted to which, know. Today. Which part of it irritated no. you most? Nobody <laughs> wanted to talk about Roseanne. Nobody wanted to talk about the North Korea summit being back. How quickly on. did no, the uh, uh, shorts come that. up though? Uh, shorts didn't come up. No, no, sh- Now oh. shorts is, People r- is really into the business shorts of the is game. A, shorts is a real. Nah. NBA fan type thing, not a, not a casual fan. If you're a real fan, the shorts thing is a big deal.
5: They just know Jason knows nothing about fashion.
1: No, come on. They know I know ACDC. They would say to me, "Hey, some people, you know." But no, by and large, it was all about J- it was all Jr. Smith. Not even the the Biff call on on the judgment call that was stupid. Then they went back and looked at that and opened up a big can of worms uh, on Kevin Durant, well, LeBron that James. Re- and that would have required charge. a lot of
3: setup. It was. It was a, a lot of stuff. You would have pulled out a yeah. whiteboard yeah. and started drawing things. Yeah.
1: It was yeah. It was it was enough and, just about the Harris, more, not knowing how much time was left. But then you or the not more you the go was. back
3: and you watch that play over and over again, and now we've got everybody with the still shots. That play should have never been reviewed. See, no, was nowhere of course near, it have. It was nowhere near the the line, right? Because it, it, it was
1: you know what it was like. It reminded me in in retrospect of the tuck rule because that's a very obscure rule that was put into place a couple years ago. And now they trot it out and game for whatever reason. We're trotting it out now to go, oh, hey, uh, yeah, we looked at it to see if it was in the restricted area. And yeah, it was a foul on LeBron. I mean, that's just stupid. But the, the
3: fact thing that you the had all those
1: referees on the court and they don't,
3: they didn't know how far away LeBron was from the court no. restricted area no. is a joke. Yeah, that's that the was... only guy you should be paying attention to. Wherever he is on <laughs> it, one guy's got
1: LeBron, yeah. everybody else follow the rest of the action. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Clay Thompson had that foul on George Hill. I'm following LeBron. But the day after, there's a lot of talk of, hey, we have a series. And Chris Broussard kind of talked about that a little bit with us last night about, yeah, hey, the Warriors aren't the same and they're, they're not invincible. And, and, look, many people have said that. And he's right. This is not the Warriors team we've seen the last three years. But are they suddenly vulnerable and this is a series? No. Two things are, tell you that that is absolutely not going to be the case. Number one is Cleveland is not good enough. They're just not. If it was a rising team that could exploit everything they do poorly, like a Houston that was healthy, or a di- then I would get it. But this is a Cavaliers team that had to hold on to get to the finals. And the same thing with the Warriors. The Warriors are, vo- the Warriors are a team that we have seen the top of their dynasty, and they're coming down the other side of That is not a debate. But are the Cavaliers good enough to take advantage of that? They're not. They're not. LeBron scored 50 last night. They still couldn't win. Granted, because J.R. Smith didn't know what the score was, but still in a game like that, they didn't win. And that gets into my second point, is that I know it seems like a series, but in every series there's a game where one team lets the other team off the hook or loses a game they should win and they forever lose momentum. And that was game one. The Cavaliers are not going to give away game one like that and say, we're good, we're coming back to win the next four. That's not going to happen. Eventually, Andre Iguodala is going to come back. That's going to be different for the Warriors. They're going to be able to guard the Cavaliers a little bit better. This was the game the Cavaliers needed to make it a series, and they didn't get it. You really think they're going to come out in game two and they're going to win that game? You really think they're? Go- it's not going to happen? This was the game they had. You can't win the NBA finals by, in any finals by giving a game away. Sometimes it's game three. Sometimes it's game five. This just happened to be game one. You're not going to win after that. Not going to throw away my shot. Not going
3: to throw away my shot. shot, shot. They did.
1: They Just did. like your country, you're young, scrappy, and I am know young, the score of the game.
3: Scrappy, mm-hmm. hungry, and well aware of down distance, time on the clock, <laughs> and the current score, <laughs> unlike uh, our colleagues and counterparts there in Cleveland. Now, you had your opportunity, and subpar play and the plus-minus game was one that was talked about a lot radio of how fictitious that can be at times and certainly we watch that in play you can't possibly match i would believe lebron james performance from pillar to post now he was quiet in the overtime i think more of that was he had one one hand out with a middle finger extended towards jr smith for five minutes it's hard which to is, play that way which is really you hard both
1: hands to dribble the ball and if one hand is not giving a middle finger i mean you're, you're gonna get it stolen from but you shots
3: are harder to take couldn't hit a shot yeah so he he was scoreless. So that that certainly uh, stands up as well, because we watched that all unravelled, outscored 17 to seven in the overtime period. So it's hard to believe that LeBron matches the 51 and everything that he did over the course of that 48, and you're still looking for other people to step up. And you have no idea what the psyche of this team is now. No. You, you've seen game ones where they've normally just done the feeling out process, which is, I thought, kind of funny that Steph Curry made sure he mentioned that. Uh, you know, it's a feeling out. Like, I don't know. You guys, you know, escaped like a villain, you know, that had the manager club a guy on the side by the ropes or whatever the case is. You got the three count, and then you hustled out of the arena as fast as you could while people threw beer cans at you and stuff, old-school WWF or AWA. Pick your wrestling poison as it goes, but you got the, the best effort out of the Cavaliers that you're going to get, and they, they come up short through this strange convergence of circumstance. It's going to be awful hard to believe they're winning four out of six going forward, so the Warriors playing less than efficient basketball. Even though they shot 51%, they know they left a lot of points on the floor. They come back with a better effort I don't think the Cavaliers can match.
1: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at HowAboutAFresca at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Hartman. So yes and no. Are the Warriors vulnerable? Sure. Are they vulnerable to the Cavaliers? They are not. Coming up next, in one minute we go to Cleveland. Find out what the latest from the factory Cleveland! of sadness has been a day after J.R. Smith's huge boner of a mistake. But first, Let's talk to a guy who never makes mistakes. And who plays the trumpet, apparently. It's Tom yes. Looney with What's
6: Trending. Hey, Jason. Big fan. American League Brew Haha in Houston just sent it between the Astros and Red Springer Sox. Pops one in the left center field. That one's got a chance. And that is gone.
1: Astros lead 3-1 on an absolute bomb. By George twelfth And Spreger, after that, of the,
6: the Astros never look back. Robert Ford with the call. Sports Talk 790. Houston Astros folded the Red Sox 7 4. The National League East, blue ha, between the Nationals and Braves is over. Atlanta 4, Washington zippity dah Cleveland's six game winning streak has come to an end. The Twins, one little, two little, three little. The Indians, 7 to 4. Oakland put up a 16 spot tonight. Friggin' A's crown the Royals 16 0. N O T H I N apostrophe. Thanks to an Aaron Judge, 500-foot bomb. Yankees clipped the Orioles 4-1. Also, Cubs jacked up the Metropolitan 7-4. Pirates cut the cards 3-0. Tigers blackened the Blue Jays 5-2. The American people apparently have Cavs-Warriors fatigue. TV ratings for ABC dropped slightly from Game 1 of last year's NBA Finals. That's the bad news for the NBA. The good news for you is with True Car, you can sit on your couch and look for a car. TrueCar shows you what other people pay for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy your newer used car, just relax, sit on the couch, download the TrueCar app, or go to truecar.com and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We continue now talking about balls with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Balls. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Looney. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios,
1: where 15 minutes can save you. 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. Time now to head to Cleveland. Joining us now on the hotline for all of the latest on the fallout from J.R. Smith. I know what the score is. They call him Mr. Cleveland. You can follow him on Twitter, at the Kenny Rota. That is, at the Kenny Rota. Host of the Kenny and J.T. Show, 1480 WHPC in Canton, Monday through Friday. Kenny, I actually have really good news for you following game one. Can I lay it on you? Please. We need some. Absolutely. I, I, here, well, this is more good news for you personally. All oh. right. Now, with LeBron James walking out of his press conference last night, not liking Mark Schwartz's questions, I think you're back in the circle of trust. I think you can <laughs> get a question, I really? to LeBron. I
3: think, I think you got to get back in there. Well, somebody got thrown out. So, yeah, there's an opening. You just have to uh, muscle your way in.
7: Yeah, You know what? uh. Maybe uh, I'll I'll buy him some wine since he uh, you know like that guy from uh, uh, Brazil. Where was it the other day on National yeah. Wine Day yeah, or something? Just gotta Maybe tell he's him he's been wine.
1: yeah. Tell him he's been clutch his whole career, and then suddenly it'll be right back in. Or You'll wear shorts.
7: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, don't even get me started on that. No, <laughs> please. No. I'd rather talk about Jr. than that.
1: All right. So then, what's the what's the day after been like? You know, I mean, you're there in the eye of the storm. Everything. What's it been like?
7: Yeah. Uh, you know what? It was nonstop phone calls today for four hours on the show. Um, people venting about Jr. not knowing the score and um, Dr- uh, George Hill missing the free throw. But obviously the, the officials were a huge topic as well. And I, you guys, I'm sure, just saw recently the, the NBA uh, came out and said, oh, okay, yeah, um, well, we, we made the right call on uh, changing the charge to a block, which to me is a bunch of hooey because they just took advantage uh, of a loophole in that rule to try and get the call right and use that. But then, let's see, um, Draymond Green should have had two fouls, uh, but he's not going to get suspended, fined, or with a technical there. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Tristan Thompson not going to be suspended, uh, but we'll get him a uh, $25,000 fine and a flagrant one. We'll downgrade it. Uh, let's see, Kevin Love not suspended. Ty Lue not fined. Uh, LeBron not <laughs> fined. And, and basically what they're doing, the translation there is, we screwed up so bad. We're not going to hit anybody except Tristan with a fine, and this is the best we can do. We're sorry we messed up game one. That's what the officials um, from, from the NBA are saying right there.
3: The screw job, as we called it last night, the the blocking foul. And, and look, as we were watching it live, Kenny you wondered aloud how, how they called the charge, and then they go back and they find the rule to overturn it. But what right. was interesting, I think, as, as we got to overtime and we could always debate what J.R. mouthed to LeBron James and everything else. LeBron James, uh, a a little less than engaged at points during that overtime. Seemed like he was still thinking about how he was going to dismember J.R.
7: Smith. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it was not a good OT. I mean, hard to get on a guy who plays 48 out of 53 minutes and drops 51 uh, in in his efficiency rating through the roof uh, on how many shots he took to get that. But, yeah, I think the whole team was disengaged uh in, in that overtime period and i think they realized their chance to win was in regulation now you got to play an extra 5 minutes you lose well that's 5 more minutes that lebron had to play when he shouldn't have uh it, it was a a tough loss to to sit there and watch as a fan and i am but i try and be realistic and uh uh as um i like to say keep it real as much as possible uh you know the cavaliers had the chance, and it may come back to haunt them in, in this series where every game means so much. You can't give away a game like that um, on the road against the defending world champs. They're giving you a game, and you don't take it. Like I said, that that could come back to haunt them. Kenny,
1: something we talked about top of the show, give me, give me your odds this happens. I've said a bold prediction for J.R. Smith for game two. The team obviously is incredibly frustrated with him, not only for the mistake, but then not owning up to it Post game yeah. last night and making up a story about how I knew, but I dribbled out. If thought we had a timeout. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> he's also right. been absolutely horrible for the last two and a half, three weeks. He's playing 30 minutes a night and he's shooting 30%. He's not giving yeah. them anything. My bold prediction if I could go to Vegas and bet, go JR Smith, a DNP CD in game two. Hood gets more minutes. Kyle Corver gets more minutes. Even Clarkson gets more minutes.
7: Okay. Um, The one thing he gives that Ty Lue likes and they need in this series is a defensive effort with the guards. And you're right. His shooting has been atrocious. He's been inconsistent. Uh, I think he still starts. I don't know how many minutes he'll play. I don't know if he plays the the same amount of minutes, but he starts and they take his temperature, see if he's able to put this because if there's guys, there's anybody that can put this behind them <laughs> as crazy yeah, as it was, yeah. as stupid as it was. It's 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 Jr. Smith. I mean, this is a guy. And if you looked all over Twitter today, you you just look at the memes and look at the story, the the New York papers and everything. I mean, that this guy, he's he's out there, right? He's from a different planet. Uh, The driveway doesn't meet the garage. He's a few fries short of a happy meal, all of that. So if there's anybody that could put this behind him and really not let it affect him, it might be, and I say might, it might be J.R. Smith. So I think they'll start him, they'll take his temperature, see what he does, and then adjust from there. I expect Rodney Hood, though, to get some minutes. Uh, As far as um, Kyle Korver goes, guys, three games. He's made one field goal in each game this year against the Warriors. He is a horrible matchup against the Warriors. Defensively, they will abuse him. Offensively, they can keep track or keep up with Kyle Korver. He's not fast enough. He's too old, and he, he can't get his shot off like he does against other teams.
3: This is where the reference becomes 37-year-old Kyle Korver time and time again. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with Mike Harmon, coming from the Geico Studios. Uh, on the hotline with us, uh, co-host of the Kenny and JT Show, 3-7, to uh, Monday through Friday on 1480 WHBC in Canton, Ohio. He's our buddy, Mr. Cleveland, the Kenny Rhoda on Twitter, Kenny Rhoda, with us talking all things NBA Finals. So your voice, obviously, I've uh, well, been worn a little bit. Was that on JR oh. Smith or was that on the officials?
7: <laughs> you know what? It, it was. It started with a sinus infection. I turned into Peter Brady overnight. Time to change, <laughs> and then uh, everything happened last night and. Uh, I got to bed about five o'clock, guys. I oh, watched the game a, a second uh, time, uh, taking notes. Um, I I wanted to scream. I'm glad I couldn't because I would have lost my voice. My girlfriend was sleeping, so I I, I couldn't scream. So I said, then today it was four hours nonstop and uh, a number of radio interviews throughout the country and everything like that. So the combination of everything, uh, I'm I'm you know giving you my Peter Brady today because of all of that.
1: Oh, that that's okay. When it's time to change, you got to rearrange. Yeah, you do. Shana, na
3: And that's what Ty Lue has to do now. A lot of rearranging <laughs> and
1: shuffling. The
7: silver platters. Don't forget that group. That's silver platters that's in the Brady right. bunch. Nicely done.
1: Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at the Kenny Rota, our buddy, Mr. Cleveland. Kenny, uh, get some rest. Get your voice ready for game two. And you know what? When the series gets back, you're back in the
7: circle of trust. You'll get that question. I know it, buddy. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Thanks for having me. See, See you, Kenny. Kenny. Hang I
1: mean, in there. I mean, Ken, look, in, in case you don't know, it's been a running joke. You know, Kenny, since LeBron, James said to him last year during the playoffs, Kenny, you, you only ask me questions after we lose. Right. They wouldn't. He won't take any questions from Kenny Rota. LeBron in his press conference won't do it. It's become a running thing. But now that Mark Schwartz clearly won't get any questions at no, the press conference. Kidding. I mean, there's a, there's a seat now, right? Kenny gets back in. Well, he gets thrown out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mark
3: Schwartz is out. Yes, Kenny Roda is. Well, in. Schwartz might just have to go to the back. Or oh, sometimes, okay. you know, it's not hey Kenny in the back. It's not <laughs> Mark in the back. No, it's it's right here cuz the guy needs to be able to just hold the microphone in front of you. So for Kenny Roda, now he gets to wear one of those cool striped shirts like we've been seeing him sport to these playoffs and and see if he can't get back in the good graces, but certainly uh I would have expected Kenny to go down the same road that uh, <laughs> Schwartz did yesterday in terms of the questioning of LeBron James. I don't think he would have given up too quickly either.
1: What do you got, Golden Headphones?
5: Kenny's definitely got to be in because there's going to be many, many openings. LeBron's probably done with ESPN after
4: last oh, night. Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Rachel no. Nichols will be done. Oh, they're all and done. Yeah, oh, yeah. You might no, be it's right like about that. That's 27
1: openings. Yeah, well, he'll still talk to Doris Burke. I think everybody still has a soft spot Drake for As long as Drake okays Burke.
3: it, yeah. Oh, no, well. it's going to be uh, corporate partner.
1: <laughs> all right.
3: Sorry, Dave, Doris. Dave McMenamin,
1: he's done. Oh, forget it. Y'all, oh, He may not even show up. Don't even go. It's just going to be Doris Burke, and that's it. Rachel Nichols is out. Ramona Shelburne. Everybody's out. Everybody ESPN They're is cutting out. Cutting them all. My Look at Green, that. Mike Greenberg is out. No one's going to get up. Mike Greenberg's always been out. All Nobody's going to get gonna up. Out. Michelle Beadle is out. Everybody is out. There won't be anybody.
3: Hey, at least Greeny went to Northwestern. <laughs>
1: we'll find out Wednesday I got that. night. If Kenny's back in. Yeah. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How about HowAboutAFresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We'll have more NBA coming up in 15 minutes. But next, a big story out of the NFL and something I can relate to because the biggest story that happened today in the NFL, I actually did the exact same thing. How about that? That's next on Fox. J.R. Smith's huge boner. Today's Friday. Thank you, Bill Belichick. I knew that was coming. You're very predictable, tight shirt. Well, he didn't shoot him with a musket. <laughs> great news. Great news. This is a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, I should apologize. Wait, wait. Take the music out. Music out. Music out. Music out. Sorry. Bill Belichick, I'm sorry. We're having fun. Shouldn't Can't have fun. Can't have fun. To win. I don't no, play for him. No,
4: no, it doesn't matter. Can't doesn't have fun. matter. I that's, don't no, play for him.
1: That's been the story. This can't have fun. Can't have fun. Can't do it. Can't do it. Then what am I working in radio? No, you, know, for? you know, can't have fun. What am I doing here? It, it's about winning championships. We and win every it night. Is. Doesn't matter. Are you having fun? Yes. Well, no, then that's bad. You have to win and not have fun. That's the thing. I can't have fun first. in my own way? Nope. Nope. The only, only thing that's fun is if you're not having fun. Do I get to wear a hoodie? Then you can have fun. Yeah. Wait, do you like wearing a hoodie? Once in a while. All right, then no. You have to not like it because that would be fun. Only occasionally. Nope, can't do it. I no music. It's not fun. Fun is Because with, with a
3: hoodie, I don't get to wear any of my jaunty
1: hats. There's no fun. No, and I'm sorry, because wearing your jaunty hats is fun. No fun. you, know, you I know, hate that song. You know what you have to do if you play for the Patriots? You have What's to root for the Mets, because that is not fun. That's probably true. Yeah, that's That might it be the out.
3: official team of the New England Patriots. How
1: about that? Uh, but today is a day that we've been waiting for for quite a long time. And finally, Browns head coach Hugh Jackson Paid off on The Cleanse, which, yes, sounds like something you do to your face, your colon, or a new movie that comes out like, that's a horror movie.
3: Yeah, like seven seven days, usually about how long it takes. Yeah. Hugh
1: Jackson chose today 70 degrees in Cleveland, water temperatures in the high 50s, jumped into Lake Erie with about 140 other members of the Browns organization, all wearing The Cleanse t-shirts, if you remember. Hugh Jackson last year said, "If we're worse next year than we were this year, I'll jump into Lake Erie." Well, from one in fifteen to zero and sixteen, so Hugh Jackson decided today to jump into Lake Erie. Shouldn't to fulfill the, that and made money for charity as well.
3: That's great. Shouldn't the Browns have cleansed themselves of him?
1: Oh, now that's a, I'm rubbing off on you. That's a great. That's a great bourbon one liner. That's a great one. Or Excise him. Have the Ed TJ have they done that?
3: DJ. Hosed off the premises. I don't know. Whatever you want to do.
1: Just <laughs> uh, This is Hugh Jackson getting some flack for choosing such a nice day to do it. I'm like, okay, well, the guy's, you know, 60. What the hell are you going to do? You know, the guy's, I don't want him jumping in the lake in the middle of February. Well, you do, but. No, I don't want the guy to get sick and catch pneumonia and then suddenly who knows how long it is before he's healthy again. No, 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 no. Look, I'll be honest with you. As a guy who has done this before, this exact thing—you've never done thing, this,
3: just like you never scored a goal, just like you never threw someone out from deep short.
1: Syracuse, Michigan, Final Four, four years ago, five years ago. You know me, Syracuse. My wife is Michigan. We made a bet. Our friends said you have to have a bet. You have to have a bet. You have to bet. So we bet that you the do everything loser, your friends tell you. Well, it's fun. When's, when's Syracuse ever going to play Michigan with states like that again?
3: You might have had your own secret bet. You should have just winked at him and said, that's already taken care of. We bet. All right, all right, all
1: right. And the loser, and the loser, and the loser. (laughs) The loser goes on the fire. And the loser had to jump in the Pacific Ocean. All right. So we watch the game with all our friends. The referees completely decide we're going to give the game to Michigan. Michigan wins. So I have to go jump in the Pacific Ocean. This is the end of March. And, yes, it is L.A., and L.A. is kind of warm, but still, it's the Pacific Ocean in March at night. I go down to the area of the Pacific Ocean where we're going to jump in. Went to Marina Del Rey to do it. Didn't say where I was doing it. Just a bet with my wife. Talked about it. Uh, I forget. Talked about it on social media. Did a, it was back when I was at NFL NFL Network. Mm-hmm. And I go down to, to Marina Del Rey, and there's people there who, are, who knew about the bet. And they were there to watch me do it. They, they were listeners or viewers. Or I'm going, oh, this is kind of weird. Never said the location. We went down there with all our friends. I walked. I jumped in the Pacific Ocean, stayed there like, oh, it's really not that cold. So it's like in all my clothes, I stayed in the Pacific Ocean for about 15 or 20 seconds, and everybody's going, are you going to go swimming? I'm like, oh, it's kind of nice in here. And dun, I get dun, out.
5: Dun, 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 I expected dun. to
1: be freezing cold, <laughs> but I came out, and I was okay. It actually, in that cold Section right there, I was like, "Now in that I was fifteen also, to twenty seconds, did that cleanse you?" Uh, well, it, no. cl- it cleansed me of those clothes because it was really hard to continue to wear them. So uh, the pants didn't really, never really bounce back after that. But that what I jumped into the Pacific Ocean, and it wasn't that bad. I was worried. You, for you a don't couple go, seconds. you don't go swimming in the ocean with was, any regularity with the uh, beach proximity. Well, not not in March. No, Why not? But I, I just don't. And go in the summer when the, when the it the can be really nice and Pacific has a lot of time to warm it. Needs, it needs the whole summer to warm up. But I was a little concerned. I said, okay, I don't think there's anything nefarious this close to shore, but you never know. So I stayed there for about 15 or 20 seconds, and it came out. Other pe- people were clapping. I'm going, this is really weird. Again, didn't say where I was doing this. Very kind of strange. I, I said to Pam, let's get in the car. Let's get in the car. Let's get in the car. And we left and went home.
3: Well, and you got the word nefarious in, which uh, is I, always good. Yeah. But yeah, you you had a cleanse like Hugh Jackson. Now, let's see if that – I mean, look, it can't be any worse. What does he do for an encore if they go 0 for again? Well, you can't say we go – unless they extend
1: the season to 17 games, and they go 0-17. They might do it just to, to punish him. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, a big story out of the NBA Finals. This is Fox Sports Radio hour two of the program live from the Geico studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance and don't forget you can download the best of podcast right after the show is over it goes right up on iTunes Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com the iHeartRadio app you can listen to the whole show, parts of it whatever you want, iTunes Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com the iHeartRadio app rate us, give us five stars, we'll love you forever and ever and ever and ever. Do it! So, the day after Game 1 of the NBA Finals, everybody is still on J.R. Smith overloaded. We'll have more on J.R. coming up in about 15 minutes. I got a big, bold prediction for him for Game 2 of the NBA Finals. Is it pain? The prediction for the fight, pain? Uh, Well, is pain... Let me ask you this. Is pain watching J.R. Smith take shots for the Cavaliers, or is pain... Not watching J.R. Smith take shots for the Cavaliers. Well,
3: as an interested observer of the NBA Finals, I want him on that court. I want him missing and firing at will, (laughs) looking confused and not knowing. Fired in there. Exactly. Down, distance, and what's going on in the entirety of the game. I think there's a a certain uh, poetic majesty to
1: it. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that. The, it, what is and and if he's in the sweats, the, that doesn't help me. What's the uh, what's the phrase for finding perfection in in the flaws? That's a phrase. It's something. Oh, I like something. that. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not like yin and yang, but it's it's like what is the finding perfection in the flaw? Uh, that, that's an actual thing.
3: Mm, you got it? No, I, I I'm gonna have to hit the Google machine.
1: Okay. All right. We'll try try to figure that out. And, but it's a
3: it's something. Quotes on flaws and imperfection.
1: (laughs) The New York Mets bullpen. So, one good thing is you talked about wanting J.R. Smith to play again in game two. Good news is everybody's going to play in game two. No one will not play because of suspension. Kevin Love will not be suspended for walking on the court during the melee that ended game one because Tristan Thompson got upset that Sean Livingston said something about Cl- that Sean Livingston shot whoa, the ball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean Livingston shot the ball. Tristan Thompson says, I don't know why I got a flagrant two and got thrown out. It's because you pushed Draymond Green in the face. Uh, Tristan hey, a Thompson, lot of betters
3: are, are upset about all that too, by the way. Like that that's, was right in where that line was for the second half. Tristan Thompson's going to play, got a fine. Everybody's going to be able to play. But his flagrant got downgraded. Yes, yeah, yeah, which like, is – we screwed this up. Yeah,
1: yeah we, How we, do we minimize this? We screwed you on that LeBron uh, KD thing, man. Sorry about that. Oh, and oh, by the way, they also had to apologize the NBA to the Cavaliers after the game in their two-minute review. Oh, yeah, should have been a lane violation on Draymond Green on George Hill's missed free throw. It's funny. As people watch that a second
3: time, right, they got through the second viewing uh-huh. of the game, about one thirty, two o'clock Pacific Coast time, uh, this morning, it's, that started to circulate a little bit of,
1: hey, what about this, jerks? We, <laughs> we went back to look at the LeBron blocking foul, but Draymond Green in the late, no, no, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have anything on that. So, yeah, so not a, not a great day. But what to break out of the fallout of nobody getting suspended? Would it really matter if Kevin Love was suspended or not? Would it really matter? Well, you say he has no carbon footprint. He is the—he is an all-star with zero carbon footprint on a game. He has zero impact. And for an all-star to have zero impact, I wonder if we have too many all-stars. He was twenty-one and thirteen last night. And did we talk about him for a second? Did he make one play that mattered? That one play that boy Kevin Love made this happen. He did he had a good defensive stop. Uh, uh, close out on uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, he did
3: have one, in one yes, of the he did have few shots that Kevin Durant attempted in the late part of the game but or overtime.
1: There is nothing he does that he has his own unique effect on a game. He does nothing, nothing. It's they, funny
3: he was in the Mead tweets talking about being the
1: uh, the scapegoat. He could have, he could have a great game and the Cavaliers could win or lose. He could have an average game the Cavaliers could win or lose. He could have a sucky game and the Cavaliers could win or lose. He could not play. And the Cavaliers win or lose. Didn't play in Game Seven against the Celtics. We didn't even talk about it. It's almost oh, like a choose-your-own-adventure. It, it does. It doesn't matter. He is so invisible. I mean it. No carbon footprint on a game. Uh, you go in when you go for a nature walk somewhere, or you go visit the redlands in Northern California somewhere, and you see that sign that always says "Nature's Preserve." Don't take the frogs. Take well. Don't take yes, because you would eat them, like bite their heads off and eat them. Actually, in the thing. Wow, would, you made me Ozzy. They, they would sweet, and, and the frog would still rib it in your mouth. You see those signs that just say, "Take nothing but photographs, leave nothing but footprints." That's Kevin Love. Except he doesn't even leave footprints. He somehow finds a way to be just above the ground and come around, take pictures, leave. You would never know he was there. Zero carbon footprint on a game. For Kevin Love. He is a zero-sum guy. Anything the Cavaliers do, they can do with him or without him very easily. Yes, he has some nice outlet passes. That's fantastic. But there's no, there's nothing. There's never been one time where anybody has written, said, and I'm talking about NBA insiders and experts and guys who live and breathe the game 24-7 that have said, Kevin Love is absolutely indispensable. What Kevin Love does is something that nobody – there's not that's not been said one time. Not one time. Well, that he
3: stretches the, the court a little bit, that he is potentially a three-point shooter. He's got a good a, arm. Ca-
1: He's got a good arm.
3: He does. <laughs> he does. He, occasionally the jump shot is falling, uh, and it does give them a, a little bit of room to breathe, you know, when LeBron James needs to sit for that minute 40 that they have a second score that can get it done but yeah no i your point is well taken uh, i was thinking of the the famous footprints right with mm-hmm. the it's well biblical and you know jesus i carried you whatever
1: but there oh, I thought a, you're going to say like the Grauman's chinese theater well no okay. there's
3: a take on it it said why why when asked why there was only one set of footprints for some part of the the journey jesus replied the sand people ride single file to hide their numbers <laughs> Since we are the nerd show of record on the I thought you were going
1: to say it was LeBron carrying you. I thought that was going to be your line. Well,
3: I was going to go for that punchline, but I figured we were still in week two
1: of Solo that that I'd throw that out. And people ride shingle file to hide their numbers. So, yeah, zero impact Kevin Love has. And I'm glad you brought up Solo just really quick because it just broke the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Easy, Chewy. Solo is cruising to a really... Tremendously disappointing second week. Yeah, twenty-eight million. I mean, that's still going to win the week, but they saw you are talking about a movie that was projected to do gangbuster type, Star Wars type business, like Rogue One type business. And I was surprised at the. I was one surprise. I wasn't surprised at the the lower box office week one, but I said this is going to rebound week two and week three because it's a good movie, and there's kind of a dead time until the more blockbusters come out at the World end of June. And right, and exactly. Sure. But seeing this at $28 million and going through two weeks of Solo and seeing what is being written and said about it, is, and again, no spoilers if you haven't seen Solo, is I come back to this, is, is that you can't just put anything out and expect people to go see it. Like it's the NFL on Thursday nights, you can no longer just put out the Jags and the Titans and expect people are gonna watch. You can't do it. Oh Fox has it now and all the great matchups they are saving Thursday night football because they're games you want to and have to see. You can't miss Cowboys and the Patriots. You can't miss Steelers and the Cowboys. I can miss the Chiefs and the Raiders. Or I can miss the Lions and the Bears. All these intradivisional ma- sorry. I can Bears. miss I can I can I can miss the Buccaneers and and the Panthers. Did you like, like my that. reboot? Yeah, I, I. Sorry about the. Especially you wearing your Jay Cutler uh, number $5. six Bears T-shirt tonight. Yeah, five dollars. It Jay took Cutler like fifteen shirt. minutes for that TV to reboot. So you can't just do that. And now we have had Force Awakens. We had Rogue One. We had Last Jedi. And now we get Solo. And Solo is a movie that I don't believe there was a big clamoring for. That's the thing, is that there was such a huge clamoring for Force Awakens and then okay, and Last Jedi. But before Last Jedi, we got Rogue One, which is a prequel that leads right up to New Hope. Hey, all right, let's see. It's a different type of Star Wars movie. It's the first one that was outside the pantheon of what a Star Wars movie is. Okay, so there was a lot of interest. And plus, the way it was done, I told you, Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie there's been. It was awesome. But there's just no... S- specialness about solo there's it's not a story that was dying to be told it's not something people had to go see it wasn't something that boy this cuts through the clutter i gotta go see this thing It didn't have that about it and so many people now and if i am, i'll go see deadpool 2 and see all these movies i i can wait on solo and when you see okay the box office is disappointing a little bit it's waiting you say okay do i need to go see it there just wasn't that that specialness about it. It's not about Star Wars fatigue. If you had given a movie that was, hey, this place right, takes place right after the end of Empire Strikes Back, and it's, like, okay, well, I got to see that. But here was just an origin story for Han Solo, and there wasn't that kind of interest. If you gave me a Darth Vader story of some kind, like after Rogue One into, uh, well, you can't do it after Rogue One because Rogue One goes right into that. But if you did something that was a, a Darth Vader story Before Rogue One, people would line up and say, I don't care how long it's been since Last Jedi. I got to go see a Darth Vader movie. That's the movie I'm stunned they have not brought back. We have not seen a Darth Vader movie. Give it time. We haven't seen it. But that would be something, hey, I got to go see it. But Solo is just, and I mean, for me, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I was going to see it opening night regardless. But for the average moviegoer, I I can see where they'll say, yeah, so, oh, all right. I, I get it. I understand why it's disappointing. Extra
3: story. I wanted to see what Ron Howard did with it given that he, he took over as it was already in production, how much of the shoot was going to be his. I'd be curious to see a behind the scenes of, all right, here's how we made the decisions of what we kept that was already shot, what we needed to go back and reshoot, et cetera. Reboot uh, as, as it were. So a reboot exactly. So for for the story itself, but like great character curious to see how it played out. And of course, when you add Lando to the mix, it's all good. I had a fun time with it. I went and saw it twice in the opening weekend, so I certainly helped the uh, the product as it were, and I thought it was a, a nice, fun. Yeah, I thought it was ride. good. I liked it. Was it a necessary film in the canon? No, especially because I don't know Rebels. I don't know a lot of the fiction that lived outside of the Star Wars universe. So if you're well-versed in that, you have this on all sorts of other levels. So I read, you know, the the breakdowns a week later saying, here's 74 questions or 74 bits you might not have known. I'm like, all right, there are about a third of it I know. The rest of it is, all right, that's tied to this cartoon. Cool. I would have had no idea who they were referencing in this particular point. But all in all, it got the job done. See, I I didn't mean to segue out and and get us into a, you know, Mike and Jason go to the movies on a Friday
1: night. But, (laughs) hey, it's a famous old bit. We'll bring it back. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, 877-99 on Fox. Twitter at How About HowAboutAFresca. Mike is at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, a big bold prediction for J.R. Smith, Game 2 of the NBA Finals. This is Fox Sports Radio. J.R. Smith's huge boner.
0: Progressive Insurance, creators of
1: the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for
0: you. Visit Progressive.com today.
1: This is how J.R. Smith should play in game two. He should play like one of the Daft Punk guys with just a helmet on and nobody knows who he is. That's not a bad move. Yeah, just play that way. No one can see his eyes, but you know he's looking to shoot a three. But is he really looking to shoot? We don't know anymore. That's just
3: it. It was never a question until last night. Everything we knew in this world went topsy-turvy
1: in that moment. J.R. Smith continued to own the news cycle all day today following forgetting the score of the game at the end of game one against the Warriors, grabbing a rebound with under five seconds left instead of putting up a shot or getting another shot off. He went out, dribbled out the clock. LeBron screamed at him into memes that were turned into just the most fun you would have had all day today on a Friday for sure. But maybe even better than that was his explanation after the game as to why he dribbled out with the ball and didn't go up for a shot. Teron Liu said, well, junior didn't know what the score was. He thought we were up one instead of the score being tied. But then last night, J.R. Smith said, no, 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 no. Come on, I, I knew what the score was.
5: Take us through that sequence with four seconds, seconds left in the game.
8: Well, um, uh, George shot a free throw. I got the rebound. Um, we were tied ball game. Uh, we had a timeout, and I was trying to get enough space. Uh, Cause I obviously came standing right there, um, trying to get enough space to bring it out to get it, maybe get a shot off. And then I see him, I looked. I looked over at Brian. He looked like he was trying to call a timeout. So I just stopped, and then uh, the game was over.
5: You
8: knew you were tied. You didn't think you were leading. No, nah, I seen it. I knew it was tied. It's just I, mean, I thought he was going to call a timeout because I got the rebound. I'm pretty sure everybody didn't think I was going to shoot over Katie right there, so. The
7: on the
9: replay, the it looked like you said to LeBron, I thought we were ahead.
8: If what? I thought we were ahead, then I, I would have just held onto to the ball that would fouled me. But clearly that wasn't the case. JR, did you
7: not, on the replay, it doesn't look like you have a clear layup. I mean, there's two guys there.
8: and you had no clear pass to the basket? Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I saw KD standing right next to me. Um, he, had, he already had, what, four blocks, so I wasn't about to be the fifth. JR, does this feel like one that got away tonight? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, we had a couple opportunities to win a game. Um, Blow the whistle, ball, bounce of the ball, just didn't go our way. Were you guys rattled
7: by that reverse call?
8: Um, I was. Uh, I'm sure some of my teammates were, but that's to be expected, I guess.
1: I was so rattled, I forgot the score. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, that doesn't go along with my explanation. That doesn't make sense at all. What a load of crap. We said it last night. It's a load of crap. I wasn't going to go up and make it five blocks. Really, you weren't going to go? A guy who's built his entire game on offense, I'm not going to take two steps and go in for a layup or try to get fouled. I'm going to dribble out for a timeout so we can inbound the ball with two seconds left. None of it made sense. And not None call timeout himself? Of course. As he corralled yeah. the rebound. Yeah, because if he called timeout right away, okay, now I get it. I I, I disagree, would it disagree, but I okay, uh, you know, still four and a half seconds left to go, we get a good shot off. LeBron gets the well, ball. Well, it's at least keeping
3: your composure. Keep, keeping your head in the game and giving your chance, your team a chance to win.
1: You're one step from the you take one step and go in for a layup and Kevin Durant fouls you. That's exactly what happens. But instead he doesn't. Here's what I would do for J.R. Smith for Game 2. Here's my bold prediction. I want to find out what kind of odds I can get. We talked talk to Todd Furman next hour on the show. Is that I turned J.R. Smith into a DNP C D for Game 2. Ooh. Because, not because of his mistake, you forget what the score was. It's unforgivable, but you did it. But now to not own up to it after the game, and you know how much that pissed off the rest of his teammates that he wouldn't own up to his mistake and say, yeah, my fault, I, I, I didn't know. Instead, no, I knew what the score, and then he's given all those crazy crap answers, and, and Teron Liu looks bad because he comes out and says J.R. Smith forgot the score. Now J.R. Smith says, no, I mean, look, not like anybody believes J.R. Smith. But still, that's, that's really not owning up to making a mistake that cost your team the game. LeBron was so hot about questions, he walked out of his press conference last night. You couple that with the fact that he has been awful for the past two and a half, three weeks, a shooting guard playing 30 minutes a game and he's shooting 30% from the floor. He's scoring eight points a game. You don't need that. You can, you can match that production by dusting off Rodney hood, giving Kyle Corver a few more minutes, sliding Clarkson over. You can play off the ball. If you want, you can find more offense than you are getting. Is J.R. Smith a decent defensive player? Yeah, he is. And I'm not saying play Kyle Corver all 30 plus minutes, but the guy's got a good plus-minus. He's a guy that's going to hit threes for you, has shown that he can get hot and carry you for a span of a few minutes. You're not missing anything with J.R. Smith. And plus, you won't own up to, to blowing a game that way. You got everybody pissed off at you. Yeah, I make him a DNPCD for game two. This
3: is where we get a motivated J.R. Smith reigning threes like he's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I know I go to the reference yeah, listen, with some okay. regularity, yes, but it's been a few days. No, no, it hasn't. It no, has. No. It has. Maybe not in your mind, no, no. but it certainly has here. <laughs> you know, three of 10 I, this last year. I think you just said it five minutes ago. Okay. No, no, well, in your mind, maybe I did. 26% he shot in that Boston series, three of 10, two of six from three point range uh, in the opener here against Golden State. And you can only steal so many minutes with Kyle Korver, defensive liability, especially they'll just out quick the hell out of him. And that and that and that just becomes a problem. You know, with Rodney Hood, can he get out of the doghouse long enough to give you a couple of good minutes, average 15 points a game, does give you the potential for some offense, but obviously defensive lapses and just another guy trying to figure out game situations has been a difficult proposition for him. And, and while well, the insubordination of I'm not going into this blowout, you can beat it, certainly doesn't sit well with people. So right now, LeBron James, the team he chose as GM of this thing, he's pretty <laughs> unhappy with a lot of the guys that he brought in to this squad as they rolled over this roster time and again. With, with J.R. Smith, I, I think it's just a curiosity to see, do you take him from 30 minutes to 20 and try to beat?
1: 0. I take yeah, it. I know I I like, I like I like your to boldness. Zero. I can't zero. get I can't get him to 0 though. No minutes. I get You not know, get him to 0? I'm sad and JR you're not playing tonight. Yeah, but
3: here's
4: the problem. That's how I do it is for him.
3: Ed, in his soul of souls, heart of hearts, LeBron James while he's reading a book during shoot around or whatever he does tomorrow, part of it is going to be damn it, I need JR Smith. Really? He's going to be I need JR. Really?
1: He's going to want to kill him the entire he's time. Be I need somebody. He wanted to murder him the only in that thing, moment. The only thing LeBron James ever says, "Damn, I need him." Is damn, I need Maverick Carter on the phone right now. That's the only person he's ever needed. By the way, for his I did appreciate career.
3: everybody grabbing the Thanos theory that I threw out yesterday, and suddenly that theory. became a meme. Well, because today a, as well, It's
1: that, a very big glove to have all those. You
3: know, all the well, way yeah, down it's, the side. it's not two, not three, not four, not five. No, there's six. No, so.
1: and and you know it's funny because my I think my favorite J R Smith uh, tweet was what if J R Smith saw that there were 14 million combinations of the NBA Finals and only one had the Cavaliers. Oh, winning, I like that. And this is what it had to happen for that to occur. That's full on like nerd. That. Yeah. No, that's good, Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. J R Smith, I don't feel so good. DNPCD. I like it the mean, boldness. Doesn't mean it. he can't come back and play in Game Three Zero. when they get back home. Doesn't mean he can't do that, but to not own up to that, you know the Cavaliers are so pissed at him. And it's not like you're missing a lot with him out there. You're not. I mean, def- really, they're going to start doing more defensively. Like I said, Kyle Korver could use a few because you need some offense. Somehow you're not getting it from J.R. Smith. You're not. And if you want to slide Clarkson, potentially, who has defended Steph Curry tough in the past when they, he played for the Lakers. We talked to Eric Pincus. Who talked about that with us last night? You're not going to miss a lot with him if you want to say, okay, you're going to stick with Curry for a little bit because Curry killed them right in the second quarter and fourth quarter last night. You can do that. Rodney Hood the same way. He's younger, more athletic. You can make up for J.R. Smith. It's not like it's boy, how do we make up? If if you can make up for Gordon Hayward missing, which the Celtics were easily able to do. And this is a guy scores twenty five a game. Yeah. Other people will score points. Those are all first-round picks with young legs.
3: Sir. <laughs> Sir. on that Boston squad. Don't try to minimize it. You yeah, look at this cast of <laughs> characters that are assembled here. Yeah, but you this made, is your B squad. B squad. This make, is what is it? What was that movie with uh, William H. Macy and Skiller? No, and, and all those guys where they were the the made-up superheroes. Sad, mystery sad, men said bill macy mystery mystery, men. Men, mystery hank man hank azaria yeah. everything else janine garofalo yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so that, that's kind of what we have here all right you've got real stars and superstars and guys that can save your basketball <laughs> universe these guys aren't saving your basketball universe hey that's my wife oh sorry close the door sad <laughs> bill macy wow Next level, right there. Twitter
1: at right How a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Garvin, live from the Dico <laughs> Studios. D N P C D. You like that? You're thinking about that scene now, aren't you? You're thinking about it. you're Jesus thinking of that about that in it. the driveway scene. You're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking about. I know you're thinking about it. You are thinking about it. Make exotic pictures. Coming up next. You want to know what the number one trending topic on social media is tonight? I'm going to tell you, you're not going to believe it. Is it Mickey Calloway? It's not. Oh, don't know Mickey. Met you. Oh, I'm so glad Mickey Calloway's specialty is pitchers. Nice. Oh, oh, we'd really be in trouble
4: if it wasn't. It could
1: be Yasiel Puig. You no, know, something happened in the UFC tonight that you have to hear. It's next on Fox. But first, a guy you always have to hear every night. Hi. Because he does the updates the same time every single night. It's Tom Looney. With what's trending. Tigers on the
6: prowl at the Memorial in Dublin, Ohio. Tiger Woods third shot to the par five 11th from
7: 96 yards. That wedge is flying. Right behind the hole. I mean, right behind it. Spins back. Has a chance to go in for Eagle. And it does. The Eagle has landed. A big fist pump for the Big Tiger. He
4: moves to five under par.
6: PGA Tour Radio on Sirius XM providing us with the Colt Tigers. Five under through the first two rounds. Your leader is a guy named Kyle Stanley. Never heard of him. Even either. He's 11 under par to Major League Baseball. Uh, Dodgers Rockies just ended.
7: Descent set. Delivers. Fly above. That's hit well to right field. Going back is Gonzalez and this ball is gone. Gonzalez tried to decoy the runners by turning around as if he had a play to make. That ball is hit
6: into the Rockies bullpen, and the Dodgers take the lead. Well, it's a Chris Taylor home. I don't know if Rick Monday said that on AM 570. L.A. Sports Los Angeles rocked Colorado 11-8. Diamondbacks Marlins entered it a short time ago. Arizona ice-teed Miami 9-1. 3-8 night. Liver left-coast games are in progress. Angels in front of the Rangers 6-0 in the bottom of the 8th inning. Reds leading the Padres 5-0 in the top of the 7th. Mariners in front of the Rays 3-2. In the bottom of the eighth inning. And now, more rowdy, rollicking, rambunctious sports talk with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. As always, I appreciate the dulcet tones of your voice. Thank you so
1: much. And (laughs) I'm going to make sure I get this close to the microphone.
6: This close.
1: Fox Sports Radio live from the Geico studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. I ask you this, Mike Carmen. Yes sir. Did you know UFC 131 was from Utica, New York tonight? No chance. Utica, next stop Utica. I mean Utica. I didn't even get off the bus at Utica when I was taking the bus home from Syracuse. I got out at Schenectady for, you know, to go to the bathroom. Sometimes I got out in Binghamton, then I get out in New York. I lived in Schenectady I for never... a while, you know. Schenectady next stop.
3: Schenectady Niskayuna for a few years. The he... pizza and sandwich district.
1: Utica. There's a pizza and, sa- that's pizza really and all sandwich
3: That's really all they had. District? No, because then once someone opened, an Indian restaurant opened, it was the most popular place in town because it it didn't serve pizza and sandwiches. No, no, it was but wait, somewhere no, else.
1: But there's a whole district that's about pizza and no, sandwiches? No, that's, that's, those were the only restaurants that existed. Oh, if it was a make-believe district. Was, that's what I called it because uh, that's all there was. See, I'm picturing. What are, are you like, going out
3: for tonight? Pizza. I'm picturing. Which which there. place? Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's this, this nice restaurant that opens that Suddenly, you can't get a seat in because
1: mm-hmm. it's not pizza or sandwiches. Oh, I thought this fight was from Utica Ave in Brooklyn. No, 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 no. That—that's hey, that's you're on, in Brooklyn. That's on the live stream UFC cam. You can watch it all the time. This is actually sold. They sold tickets. Now that me. would be something. It's like the Bourbon Street cams.
3: Hey, Those are classic. You say someone one more bad thing about Mickey Calloway, I'll kick your ass.
5: You get the best raw sugar cane on Utica it's, Avenue. <laughs> I'm telling you right now.
1: Wow, really? Sugar The back game You buy Ross Sugar. Okay, there you go. Been so, there, done that. Something I didn't know from Frostberg. Is that code? <laughs> no, no. Whoa. Whoa. What happened on Friday night? How did Alex Tysher get Justin Frostberg fired? Well, here's what happened. He inferred something during a routine conversation. UFC Fight Night 131 was from Utica tonight. Utica, Utica, next stop. Utica, the bus will stop for 10 minutes for a restroom or refreshment break. Then we'll be back on, and our next stop will be Albany. Albany, next stop. So, at UFC Fight Night 131 tonight, inside the Adirondack Bank Center, it's a flyweight matchup between Jared Brooks and... Jose Torres. Now, this, these are not household names. Torres is a newcomer to uh, the UFC. And it ended via TKO. But well, that's good. Yeah, but it's not. You got a definitive conclusion to a, to a match. That's always a good thing. It was a little bit different TKO than maybe something you ever have seen in the UFC. Here's the call. Oh, I thought we had the call. We have the call. Well, there's two guys fighting. there. Have a and uh, Utica, Utica, the bus will be leaving in five minutes. No, but then, but if then, then, he, leave then he did, the flyweight match, <laughs> bus will be leaving. But
3: then he did something like the old Ric Flair matches where they'd get too close to the microphone. All right, get up and walk around the ring. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. You go low. All
1: right, you got it now, tight shirt. Are you done trying to find Phil Jackson drops? We have not now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got I got, got enough. enough. So here it is. Here's the call uh, John Annick with the call right here on Fox Sports 1. ...from Brooks, and he's going to dump Torres here.
4: Oh
2: Bad move. Brooks is in trouble. Brooks is out. Jose Shorty-Torres!
7: There's a level change. Beautiful
3: stuff. Locking hands underneath the butt. Takes him for a ride, and look at the adjustments. He just landed right on his head. He was out. Pretty much when he hit the ground, this is all just icing on the cake. Could have just dumped him to his left and went for
1: the big slam. Look at his head. Bang. It's very rare that you hear bad move when a guy picks up another fighter and has him over his shoulder. Not often do
3: you see that other fighter slide slide across his body to get a proper
1: angle and and change the complexion of the move. It's a slide over move, and it's not even 10 o'clock. That is right. But Jared Brooks had Jose Torres over his shoulder and went went for the big drop. And except Jared Brooks, when he hit the ground, landed on the back of his head and knocked himself out. He let go of Torres right away. Torres turns, throws a couple of punches. Ref gets in right away. Awesome move because he knew, okay, you know Brooks is done. He's out, and and Torres wins the fight. He had him in a power move that was going to win, and instead he fell and hit his head and knocked himself out. Uh-huh. He knocked see, himself out got with his him own and, move. He, and he just slides across his back, gets his head out the other side. Can you? Wow, you making it sound sexy. What is wrong with you? Are moving your hips going? Oh. And then he slided out the other side. I did and not. You, yeah, you I said, did oh, not. My hips didn't move at all. You and now they're banging no, each other. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. 22 minutes, Tyshirt. 22 minutes. Great. You, Googly moving. No, you're making that slide. over. You know, you're moving your. I mean, you. No, you were. You were making it sound like there was something else going on. I did not at all. Uh, do, just you just saying that was a good you, move to get out
3: of uh, what was certainly uh, yeah. a knockout or an injury, perhaps. Did you have a date
1: after the show? Are <laughs> you just a little excited for eleven o'clock? We almost done. No, we almost done. We almost done. I was thinking Got of going to the
3: comedy store if Got you want to go. If you want to be honest
1: about it, but sure. Well, no,
3: is like it's still National Donut Day, or are they are they still open? Well, that ends Midnight, but okay. the, the drive through is open an hour later, so all if right. you wanted to go get a donut, you could. Knocked himself
1: out. Does that make the move more or less dangerous if you knock yourself out with it? Oh, it's more dangerous. Okay. okay. But more, more dangerous to you, but less dangerous to your opponent. See, I
3: think any move that gets to the point where you can knock yourself out, <laughs> there's catastrophe written all over it for both parties involved.
1: Yeah, it's like watching a Mets game. Oh. You can pass uh, out at any point. You, you want to punch yourself in the face watching the Mets. In the face. In the face. In the face. Go ahead, tight shirt. In, in the face.
4: In the face.
1: I've never quite seen that before. I, I mean, he just picks him up and he's carrying him and he's got him. And I don't know if it's because Torres moves around too much trying to get out of this. That he just, you know. Of, well, of
3: he course. kind of stumbles briefly, yeah. right? Oh, no, it was Two all the hip steps. action that
1: Harmon was addressing.
3: That, well, or, it, yeah. it, it was. It was it was good hip action. It's hard,
1: And you're moving those hips, and you're, hey, I'm ready. You know what? You got to stay loose. Going to go home in your Jay Cutler number six t-shirt. I'm ready. Ready to go. Hell yeah. 877-99 on Fox Twitter. <laughs> at how about a fresca, Mike at swollen hips. <laughs> giggity, giggity,
4: giggity, giggity. You think
1: someone will do a Swollen
4: Ips
3: Twitter account for you? Think that'll happen? It could be. You never know. (laughs) Expanding
1: the brand. Coming up next, it wasn't quite game one of the NBA Finals, but a big development in the story Adam Silver was afraid is going to overshadow the Finals. (laughs) TJ, we have that burning story coming up
4: next. (laughs)
1: And hips don't lie when I'm starting to feel you, boy. (laughs) DJ Boggs.
4: He's going to dump Torres here. Oh! Bad move. Brooks is in trouble. Brooks is out.
1: That wasn't wasn't too many things hotter than Shakira about 10 years ago. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. Now I think of people's hips moving, and I think of Harmon. Five minutes ago. That's not a bad thing. Uh, Just saying. Doing work. (laughs) Bringing
3: people into the late Friday night, early Saturday morning, wherever you are. Thanks for giving us a few minutes here as we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios at How About a Fresca, at Swollen Dome on Twitter. And uh, yeah, dance along. Get those hips moving. A little
1: slide over, baby. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You know his hips don't lie. And he's starting to. And he knocked himself out at UFC 131 in Utica.
4: Utica. If I get
3: these hips really going, that could happen. Knocked himself out.
1: (laughs) Got a little loose. Uh, According to reports, Brian Colangelo is fighting for his job with the 76ers right now following Burner Gate in which. Twitter accounts were unearthed that belonged, allegedly, to both him and his wife.
5: Trust the process.
1: Twitter accounts, which disparaged current members of the Philadelphia 76ers, like L. Fultz and Joel Embiid, also former players like Jaleel Okafor, New Orleans Noel, other executives around the league. And it has been the story that Adam Silver was afraid would overshadow the NBA Finals, and it would have if if J.R. Smith hadn't happened.
3: or oh, my the, beer,
4: I
1: got this. Don't worry about you, Adam Silver. I got this for you. Or the what thirty-four point
3: six seconds left, charge, block call.
1: What, what, what do you what do you need for me? What, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? But I thought he would be fired by today. It's Friday. It's a news dump day, and they are going to. They're going to have to move on from because it's too. the story is too bad and too embarrassing to say. Okay. We can let time go by, sweep it under the rug. People aren't going to let this go. They're going to continue with this. Colangelo says, oh, it's not me. I didn't know. Oh, it belongs to my wife. I didn't know. This is a very tenuous situation that doesn't have an end in sight because internet detectives never let things go. I mean, you want to solve enough crimes, just put stuff out on the internet Because internet detectives will find it. There's millions of them. How are we getting updates on this story all week long? We had the Ringer article that said this is what we've unearthed over the course of the past few months. These burner accounts belong here. Then when Twitter got a hold of this, this is that juicy case that Twitter detectives go, oh, let me get it. We found out from random people on Twitter uh, the last two numbers of the cell phone number matched the last two numbers of Brian Colangelo. Two of the other burner accounts, the last two numbers match the phone number of his wife's phone. Whether it's ferreting out bad posts, phone numbers, whatever it is, the sheer number of people who are actively doing things like this outnumber all of us. Forget about one cop on a case. Have a case. Put it out there and say, Internet, you figure this out. The Internet will figure it out. No, that's the beauty of something like this and also the
3: danger of it it is certainly it starts to spiral and reporters and journalists trying to keep up with it sometimes there's not enough of an ability to pause to make sure we get the timelines and all the particulars right and from the original ringer article to now there's there's so many questions still being asked and pushed forth and again it keeps circling back to these accounts and, and the phone number of Colangelo's wife and that's where even if it stops there, people say, well, you know, either sympathetic because it's, it's his wife fighting for him. There's still the, the problem of the medical information and all those things that are supposed to be in the office under lock and key. And you, you can't tell me that at some point Colangelo doesn't know that his wife has been. And continues to push stuff out across these Twitter accounts. If that, if, if that's the theory we're going to buy for the moment, that it's that it's coming from these accounts that are exercised and run through his wife. That that's still information that shouldn't be leaking out there. And if you go into the it's someone out to get me, then it's someone in the offices. And well, that's a whole other thing. You've got a you got a rat in the house that you got to go figure out exactly where the leak is or if it's someone who's been fired in the past that you know you've got someone in there that doesn't like you now that's leaking information to former employees either way it's bad for the organization and the only way to to kill this snake is to chop the head off which means Colangelo has to go. Yeah,
1: t- too much if there was a way to walk this back or if there were if if there was a way out for him I would say okay he could he could find out a way he could stay but you th- th- you can't not when there's all this evidence linking the accounts to him and his wife. And if it turns out, you know, if he ever admits, it's why he's going through the whole I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, thinking that's going to save him. It doesn't save you. It simply does not save you. Anybody who, and I, I, I feel weird about saying this because you never know what could happen, but if you get fired because of Twitter, you're stupid. You're just stupid. You but better make people, sure you're log out, log oh, no, out, log out, log out. no, no, if I get hacked, I get hacked. No, no, I no. Mean, no I, I, I mean, hey, I'm I, hey, hey, hey. Buffalo Wild Wings is having a very bad night cuz they got hacked. But if I get, you get hacked, you get hacked. I would just urge extra caution as you leave your workstation in future games. Well, like I have no look, if if someone tweets something from my account because it's up on a computer somewhere and they do it, no, I'm fine with that. But I mean, boy, am I always going to tweet responsibly? And I mean, responsibly no. enough that I'm not going to get fired. But if you get fired for Twitter, you're stupid. You're stupid. S-t-u-t-i-d. I was explaining the NFL's drug
3: testing policy <laughs> to someone before about the dates and the knowledge and everything. Like, And they just looked at me and their eyes got wide going, so if they get caught, like, that's right, finish the thought, go ahead. They're stupid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, we're going to do a story on a huge athlete who's got a breaking story right now in sports. Tonight he said this, quote, Listen, I'm not here to be pushed over. You can come at me because my name's in the papers because my name's on TV. You can come at me, but I'm not backing down. I'm here for a reason. I'm here to play ball. I'm not going to be treated like blank. Ooh. Big time sports, quote, star. And it's not Freddie Mitchell you we put, talked about the beginning of the show. You put
3: quotes around it. By the way, it's Brian Colangelo's birthday today. Oh. Happy birthday, Brian Colangelo. Do, do you think people wished him happy birthday from the burner accounts? Uh, I don't know. The notorious BIX <laughs> uh, on Twitter reminded us of that, saying maybe they just gave him a stay of execution because of his birthday.
1: So who said that? What sports star had that to say tonight? Find out next, Jason and Mike. Fox. Final hour of the show. Happy Friday. Happy National Donut Day. Yeah, that is right. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more at car insurance. Go to geico.com right now and see how much you can save. Speaking of national, we'll get to the big athlete. Big star. Yeah. Who had a huge statement. Huge. Yeah, I'm so excited. And no, and it's not you, Tim T. I'm Timo. very,
4: very excited Although about it. Although
1: you're, you're, it's close. I love it. Today's National Donut Day. Hopefully you got to have a donut. You left the show last night, wanted to start off National Donut Day right, mm. going to get some drive-through donuts on the way home. Took
3: care of the family, got myself a nice big cup of coffee for the long ride home and some of
1: the late-night television watching. But a guy we're going to be talking about, oh, right around a month from now. Yes. Joey Chestnut. The legend. Prepping for the 4th of July Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which, the best competitive eater in the world. He prepped tonight by entering a Donuts contest. Donuts. Donuts. Those little tiny, not, not the donut holes, the little tiny donuts. that look just, just mini, like mini donuts. Yeah, they're just sick. mini donuts. With a tiny hole in the middle, the donuts. Yes. He, it was a donut. Not the Danettes. No, not, the not donuts. The I ate Todd Fritz. He tasted good. Uh, the donuts. The TJ, the donuts. <laughs> McLovin, what would you... TJ, McConnell, not one of the danets or Donettes or the
7: Ronettes. Big song was.
1: <laughs> the Glaze Fritzy Donut? TJ, Leaf, not involved in this story too. Wow, the glaze I
7: like. We got
5: that.
1: a TJ Leaf reference. Yeah, T.J. Leaf. A T.J. Well, we T.J. got to get some more famous TJs in. Uh, but he was in a donuts eating contest yeah. tonight.
3: This comes off of Darren Rovell's Twitter account that he ate 257 donuts. Not Darren Rovell, but uh, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> six minutes it took him to wolf these things wait, down. Wait, 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 wait! In six minutes he ate 257. 257. Well, think about it. You could you could take four or five in your fist. And just shove them into your gut. Yeah, but that's like, wait a minute. Six it's only
5: eighteen thousand calories.
3: Wait, well, wait, we'll wait. get to that six. in a moment.
1: That's four. Hang on, one. That's over forty donuts. Yeah, we're talking. A yeah, we're yeah, we're we're talking about speed, man. That's forty. They're I mean- mini. 40 donuts, donuts, buddy. I know, I know, they're donuts. Like, I, and I keep thinking of Tysha going. It's a musket. It's not. A, but it is pretty close. Over forty. No, oh. Nobody got shot. We didn't. No, well, I mean, he shot his. Right? Uh, why
3: did. do you think there's holes in the donuts? I yeah, don't know. come on. Throw <laughs> <laughs> them yeah. up. We're skeet shooting with mini donuts. A uh, big deal. It wouldn't have eaten
1: that many if there weren't holes in the donut. I'll hang up and take it off the air. Two hundred fifty-seven donuts equals
3: seventeen thousand five hundred sixty-two calories. Eleven hundred fourteen grams of sugar. For ingesting this mess, he took home four thousand dollars. Do you know what all that equals? What's, What's that? that?
5: Diabetes.
3: Oh, uh,
1: you know this is what
3: this as is... as a guy dealing with um, blood sugar is... <laughs> issues himself, I, I'm I'm feeling here. You know, I, it just makes my stomach churn a little
1: bit. You know, look, but I'll make yeah. you feel better. There's only so much you can do for your body, and here's why: because you can diet, <laughs> you're just saying, it you can diet. You're like you're still gonna die. Yeah. Well, well, that's true. Well, everybody does. And a TJ, spoiler alert: nobody gets out alive. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. 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 But you TJ. can only do so much for your body. Whether it's dieting, whatever it is, whatever your body is going to be because of genetics, it's going to be. If your body's going to be a healthy body, it's going to be a healthy body. Now, there's certain things you can do to it. But when you hear a story like this, you go, can you really? Joey Chestnut's a thin dude. You know what I would look like if I ate 257 donuts, however long it would take me. You know what the weight I would put on. You know what I would the damage I would do to my body? But this guy's figured out I can eat whatever the hell I want to.
3: That would be and more be
1: fine the next day.
3: You know you know how, do the damage made by a musket I would do, <laughs> in that process. That kind of
5: sounds
1: a lot like you, Jason. I mean, think about it. I mean, the damage all of us would do, but he's figured out, no, I I just don't have that kind. Con- I have that great body constitution. That whatever it is, because of my genetics, I have been able to eat all of these things throughout my... I could go to a mayonnaise-eating contest and eat jars of mayonnaise and be fine the next day.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to say that eventually. The, it's, it's like I've always said was going to end up on my epitaph, the meat got No,
4: you can eat whatever uh, you know, want Joey Chester's only
3: 34 years old, so at this point, metabolism... What does he weigh? What does he weigh? According what to this, he he's 6'1". Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a weight on him.
1: 6'1". I bet he doesn't even go 200 pounds. It's a guy. The guy's got healthy weight. Guy's maintaining- Yeah, no, no.
3: He's lean like a
1: greyhound. Yeah, exactly. And he can eat eat stuff like that. Yeah, no, I'm fine. You like that?
3: Lean like a greyhound. Sure, I like that. Now, I want to go to something more positive really, really quickly. Why is this negative? The guy can eat 257
1: donuts. No, no, good on him. Eventually, eventually,
3: (laughs) eventually we're going to be doing sad stories about the state of affairs of the body of Joey Chester. And then then his favorite painting is a monette. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Monette. (laughs) Nicely done. And his favorite his favorite poem is a sonnet by William Shakespeare. <laughs> We've now gone deep, deep into our cultural references. Uh, on April 21st, White Sox pitcher Danny Farquhar. Wait, wait, wait. Far- wait, wait. His, Go ahead. His favorite sports Center writer is Stan Verrett. You got a Stan Verrett reference in? Now I'm cutting you off. Shut his microphone ah. off. Danny Farquhar suffered a brain hemorrhage. Remember that scary incident yeah. in the dugout? Tonight he was back at Guaranteed Rate Field and he threw out the first pitch surrounded by his teammates, his family, and the medical staff from Rush University Medical Center who cared for him just less than six weeks ago. Mm. And he's back on the mound through a perfect strike, huge ovation from the crowd. But just a feel-good moment as we're, we're talking about all these different things going around in the sporting world. Just a reminder of, uh, you know, sometimes you just, you, you mm. got to live, buddy. Yeah, I live. His doctor was, so you
1: go and you eat those donuts. His doctor was Getty Lee, Alex Lyson. You said the Rush Medical Center. Yes. Yes, they run it. Doctor, how am I? Invisible air waves sparkle with
3: light. And over there, you've got Neil Peart. <laughs> how does this thing run? What, what kind of electricity do you use? Well, it's it's Peart. He just goes, <laughs> he
1: spins around and, and drums. I told you a few minutes ago about a statement from a big star who is. Big trending story going on right now as of the time I speak. 10.08 p.m. Pacific Time, Friday night. Johnny Manziel made his CFL debut tonight. First game preseason in the CFL. Hamilton Tiger Cats.
3: Hamilton. He came out. Hamilton. (laughs)
1: Did not throw away his shot. No, he didn't. I swear Johnny Manziel, you're Pride will be the death of it. Nine out of 11 for 80 yards in five offensive possessions did not result in any points for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And, oh, by the way, how cool is it just for a couple of minutes' Like, oh, my God, the CFL is in training camp. That's so incredibly cool because I love when the CFL shows up. Nothing better than the random Friday nights during That's the okay. summer when we get CFL games. I can't wait to break those down. Talk less, smile more, Johnny Manziel. So the Toronto Argonauts, and it's funny because if you look at the, um, uh, the the video of the game, it's got the Argonauts logo, and then it just says "ham," so it looks like a ham, a dot ham, a <laughs> dot <A-dot-bur. laughs> So Johnny Manziel, nine out of eleven, eighty yards, didn't really put, any, didn't put any points on the board, didn't wow anybody. He had a couple of nice moments, according to reports, and I'm seeing some of his. Highlights here, and he looked okay. Yay. He's not going to start. Absolutely, Jeremiah Masoli will be the starter. June Jones making that decision earlier this week, but it was after the game that Johnny Manziel made some headlines because during the game, some players decided to talk a little trash with him. And here's what Manziel had to say after uh, the contest:
8: Part of it, I was trying to help a guy up out of the pile. He wants to say some foul stuff. Listen, I'm I'm not here to be pushed over. You can come at me my name's in the papers because my name's on TV you can come at me but I'm not backing down I'm here for a reason I'm here to play ball I'm not gonna be treated like <laughs> so it is what it is it's football people talk a little bit out there it is what it is but just know I'm not backing
3: down from anybody oh
1: snap! Oh, you want to fight me fight me but you,
3: you no. come, come the... on in if you will you... Johnny Manziel of the Hamilton
1: Tiger Cats you come <laughs> at the King you best not miss He went on to say, after being called for an intentional grounding because the ball failed to get back to the line of scrimmage, Manziel said, quote, worst call of the century. Wait a minute. We just had the NBA Finals last night where they overturned the LeBron Blocking charge, but that's well, the worst call of the century. century. It's the worst one since that in, a, one. in a preseason in a preseason CFL game is the worst well, call of the so, century. It's the worst really? one
3: since that call. You know, he's but,
1: talking about a recency
3: bias. No, I, I think because it happened to him. No, no maybe I, he was too busy preparing for this game no, I, that he didn't know what happened in that NBA I, game yesterday. I, he was working on
1: the playbook. You know, we got to get June Jones on the show, Frostburg, because he he used to come on with me when I did all night because he was on Hawaii. And it was like you know, my show was like afternoon drive for him because he'd come on, he was always a fun guest. June Jones was always a great guest to come on, talk about a lot of stuff, anything football. He was a great guest.
3: No, no, no. You know who we need off that staff? Who do we? My need? guy that I used to work with long, long ago, the great Jerry
1: Glanville. That's the guy we that need is, on the wow. show. That's like, wow. That's like a that's like a a B reality show of of guys. You know. Well, who's on this team? Well, we got Manzel, we got June Jones, we got Jerry Glanville. We got a lot of guys. Oh, hey, I'd love to see that. Guys you know with what, pedigree. What would you rather see, hard knocks with Baker, Bleep, and Mayfield or hard knocks with Johnny Manzel, June Jones, and Jerry Glanville? I only
3: wanted if Baker Mayfield's going to continue to jaw with guys like he did with Steve Smith, which is some great audio as well. We have to track that down. But the, uh, this collection of characters... I mean, Jerry Glanville still barking as the defensive coordinator for this squad. Tell me there's not some fun there going at Manzel? Of course. Like I said, what would be more no, fun? No, this is better. This, this is, is infinitely better. better. I mean, what the? I got the best of Hugh Jackson today. All he did was jump in the damn lake.
1: It sounds like you went out and bought an album. I got the best of Hugh Jackson today. I did. How long was it? I got two it songs. It was eight seconds. <laughs> You hear a splash of damn water. That's it. What are the songs of the best of Hugh Jackson? There's Cleanse. There's two songs, 1 in 15
3: and 0 in 16. What do you want to hear? Well, and then you've got the remix edition of
1: Cleanse. Why would I want to hear 1 in 15 when I can hear 0 in 16? Play that one for me. Johnny Manziel already telling people, you come at me. I'm, I'm standing up for myself. I like it. I get to stand up for myself.
3: I like the swagger. Wow.
1: That's got to. has got to fight CFL. for himself.
3: What's He's wrong? He's fighting for himself. That's fine. CFL. Hey, the long road begins with that first step back, buddy. Uh, the first what? First step.
1: Okay. First step. First step. Sound like you said first step. First step. Step back. Really we're really good. We're going to keep we're doing this. Reboot that. Need step. To reboot. <laughs> you know what? Rebooting the step. We're going to step. Kick reboot. you both
3: in the ass. <laughs> step Did I stutter that time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we head live to Vegas. Get all the latest and all the action for this week and if the odds change in the NBA Finals. See if I can get Todd Furman to give me odds on my big J.R. Smith bet. And we'll figure out a bet for Johnny Manziel too. Coming up next, Fox. J.R. Smith's huge boner. (coughs) Oh! Big sausage link. Fox Sports Radio. (coughs) Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. J.R. Smith's huge boner reboot. Take that. So much action set for this weekend. We head to the hotline right now to bring in our friend of the show, founder of the Bet the Board podcast, former odds maker at Caesars, contributor to CBS HQ, FS1 Race Hub, and SI, and now brand new social media director for Buffalo Wild Wings, He's Todd Furman. (laughs) Todd, welcome to the show. Congratulations on your new job.
9: You know what, guys? I'm more than happy to wear multiple hats. Whoever will pay me the most amount of money, I'm like a vigilante in the grand scheme of things. But it's always the highlight of my week when I get to join you gentlemen every single Friday night. All
1: right, I want to parlay we got hacked as the official, official excuse for Buffalo Wild Wings. What, What kind of odds can I get?
9: I mean, that's everybody's canned response these days. So, I mean, that's a massive favorite. You have to put up $50 to make a dollar because mm. clearly that's the only way you're going to be able to get away with some of these shenanigans. I'm honestly shocked though. Roseanne Barden used that same excuse saying she got hacked. She was more than happy to wear her inappropriate tweets.
1: Oh, no, she thought Ambien was going to do it for her. I'm just going to blame Ambien. Oh, I, I, okay. I,
9: I give her credit because she was at least thinking outside the box. I mean, if I try to use Ambien as the root of uh, – for decision making that I've made throughout my life, I'm sure Ambien might be able to file a defamation suit against
3: me. Just say, show up at the the sports book. Look, I lost these wagers. It was all Ambien <laughs> induced. Jr. clouded my thinking last
1: night. If Jr. Smith had done that, maybe he gets a pass.
3: Well, you know, they were plus nine and a half for the second half, right? I mean,
9: Jr. was looking. He was looking out for every overbacker across this fine country to make sure that they were able to cash a ticket, regardless of the number they had. Um, but it was funny because you do read people on Twitter, and I, of course, send out a number of notes in jest. like, oh, maybe he was. I'm like, yeah, J.R. Smith clearly wanted to do that. He wanted to fix the game to allow people to cash over tickets. <laughs> like That's how dumb sometimes some of these people are with these legalization arguments. And it's only the tip of the iceberg because I can't imagine what it's going to look like you know, four to six months from now when their sports betting legalized. Uh, and a number of other states outside of Nevada.
1: See, to make things better and for better ratings, we're just going to take that statement you said and say, here's what Todd Furman had to say to us. J.R. Smith <laughs> made that play so we could have over tickets cash and not say that you were kidding about it and just you know play it out of context.
9: Well, I mean, if you read the NBA's comments today, they feel they're entitled to this proposed integrity tax. This is going to be somewhat laughable. When we start to see a number of these states figure out how things are going to look. Credit to Delaware for getting things done quickly as they'll start accepting wagers on single sporting events as early as next Tuesday. I'll be at college football and college basketball. Still don't have a carve-out uh, as far as the state government's concerned there.
1: Hey, are you going to – anything going to happen with Vegas when – when I mean, Delaware's the first one, and that was a big headline. This Before we get to J.R. Smith, you, Delaware is a big headline. It starts on Tuesday. Is that going to affect Vegas at all? You guys, you guys are about my age,
9: right? Maybe a few years old. You guys have seen the movie Wayne's World, correct?
1: Yes, you I got it. it.
9: Milwaukee. So, yeah, exactly. You go, you're in Delaware. Yay, I'm in Delaware. No, it's not going to have any impact on what's going on here in Nevada, especially since they're only going to take bets at least initially over the counter and they're at their three racetracks. Uh, I can't imagine folks, when they start to talk to their buddies, and they want to get together for March Madness or Super Bowl, they're going to go, hey, we really want to go to Dover, Delaware over Las Vegas. If they do, a hat tip to them, and it means that they're probably going to keep their wives and girlfriends on the East Coast much happier as a result.
1: well, let's get to the NBA Finals right now. Any change in numbers, bets after Game 1 last night goes to the Warriors? Uh, Warriors go from about a 1 to 10 favorite out to 1 to
9: 17 by virtue of their Game one win. I spoke to a number of books, both here in town and offshore, and they all said the same thing. It doesn't matter what price they hang. They're going to get recreational money coming in on LeBron James to win a series. if they're down 1-0, if they're down 20, if they're down 30. The same can be said for the money line scenario. I was actually watching the game last night with some of the guys in the industry, and they said the best-case scenario for them was Golden State winning but not covering because they didn't want to have to pay out all the small bets they taken on the Cavs' money line at a price right around 6-1. to one.
3: So that's the question as you get into the game two and everybody immediately says, well, LeBron's going to be salty, so this is a good scenario. Does it set up as a, a potential trap of people trying to follow up the, what was a close game for most of the way?
9: You are a smart man, Mr. Harmon, with your logic there, although you used a word I wholeheartedly despise in terms of trap, insinuating that we at least know the results before the games are played. But I would tell all the loyal listeners out there, they should walk to the window with caution if they want to back Cleveland in game two. Uh, I think the Cavaliers empty the tank in game one. You're not going to get Golden State as lethargic offensively or defensively. And while LeBron James may very well go for 40 again, I think we're going to see the Warriors absolutely boat race Cleveland, knowing that they dodged a bullet in game one.
1: Todd Furman with us, our insider in Las Vegas right now, founder of the Bet the Board podcast contributor to CBS HQ, Fox Sports 1, Race Hub, and SI. All right, now more importantly, you saw the big show come and go. What, where is Vegas right now? Golden Knights, Stanley Cup final. Holtby makes that big save. What's the town like?
9: Absolutely incredible. I mean, you can root for whoever you want. You can hate the Capitals but you have to appreciate how big that save was from Braden Holpe with about two minutes to go in the third period, giving the Capitals that elusive first ever Stanley cup win in franchise history series number right around a pick now, guys. And you're looking at Washington about a dollar 20 favorite uh, for tomorrow night's game three over unders remain pretty steady at five and a half. Some, uh, you know, a little bit of nerves out here in the desert as I think uh, a lot of uh, those folks that have been craving a Stanley cup for roughly 11 months uh, thought that the golden Knights were going to, run ramshot over Washington like they've done everyone else. Uh, I think this series is going to go six, maybe even seven games. It'll be interesting to see if Mark andre Fleury can regain the form that helped carry the Knights through the Western Conference. He's looked average at best, in my opinion, through the first two games of this series.
3: All right, because we want to find money uh, wherever we can on the betting board with Tiger Woods having himself some success uh, and making some headlines today. How, how much do we see moving in his direction for the U.S. Open?
9: You know what? It's one of those things where you're never going to get true value. You've had books open Tiger initially at about 40-1 to to win the Open at Shinnecock. I've seen some books on the strip go as low as 15. They may continue to move that number even further. And if he's able to make putts today, we'd be talking about Tiger even having a better chance this weekend. He's always going to be a fan favorite. And books, I think, realize from now until he ultimately retires that they're going to have liability every single tournament he takes part in. Because people don't want to have that FOMO, that if Tiger Woods wins another event, whether it's a major or somewhere else on the tour, uh, that they're not being able to cash a ticket and regain some of the glory that we saw when he was at his prime.
1: Johnny Manziel played in his first uh, exhibition game tonight for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the CFL. I want to parlay two things. You give me the odds. You ready? Fire away. All right. Johnny Manziel (laughs) is the opening day starter for Hamilton in the CFL parlayed with J.R. Smith being a DNP CD in Game 2? <laughs>
9: I'll offer you for that kind of parlay. I'll offer you about 250-1 to 1 because I don't think there's any chance uh, that J.R. becomes a DNP for Game 2. And if you believe what June Jones has said, he's going to bring Johnny Manziel along slowly. Although I have to imagine it's not going to sit real well with Johnny football that he would have to back up Jeremiah Masoli for football north of the border. But he did acquit himself nicely today in the debut, a game that Hamilton was absolutely embarrassed uh, by their in-province rivals, uh, Toronto, Oregon.
3: Well, we do like the chaos theory when it comes to Jason's parlay bets. How about we circle back to the NBA Finals for a moment. Uh, Futures on MVP after LeBron's 51-point performance and a loss.
9: You know what? No real changes there. You saw a little bit of movement in regards to Steph Curry. Him and KD still the odds-on favorite. LeBron, I've seen some books drop him from 7-1 to one, about six and a half to about 6.5-1. to Still highly correlated to the Cavaliers having some success. I do think he can win the award, but uh, and if the Cavaliers lose, I just think it's got to go six or seven games and really don't see a scenario, barring any unforeseen injury, where Cleveland is capable of pushing this thing past five games um, and a potential 4-1 Golden State Series
1: victory. Hey, is this true? You're 6-1 in your best bets. I saw the, the thing on your Twitter page today.
9: <laughs> a 6-1 over the last couple of weeks. and We've kind of run the full gamut for uh, everything we've covered on the line as part of Sports Illustrated platform. I think we had an Indy 500 winner. We had some hockey, some basketball. You guys know me. and In gambling terms, I like to think of myself as a renaissance man.
1: Okay. all right. So it, it was you. It wasn't a burner account. No,
9: it was not a burner account. But if I could post-date plays and I had that ability, then we'd be talking about me being on like a 98-game winning streak, and I'd be on here pounding my chest trying to sell 500-star lock on Major League (laughs) Baseball games and the Women's College World Series.
3: Using Uh, taglines like, I will crush your man. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's that's all. That's all it takes.
9: If you walk around like you own the place and you're the 800 pound gorilla with bluster and bravado, it allows you to sell a lot more picks packages. Because I'm going to guarantee tonight's winners. And if you don't win tonight, I'll give you tomorrow for free. Because everyone knows once you give someone garbage, one they really want to follow the garbage.
4: <laughs>
1: <tonight>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so l- let me hit you with this one. Oh boy, more likely to still be playing quote tomorrow the UCLA women's softball team or Brian Colangelo.
9: well you know what I feel like Brian Colangelo he survived the work week they may let him survive the weekend (laughs) well it is his birthday
1: Todd yeah you can't (laughs) can't fire him on your birthday but I will say that there is a better chance
9: the UCLA women's softball team wins a championship before Brian Colangelo does as an NBA GM
1: you can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman a guy who will give you a line on anything in fact I like that for for your Twitter bio Todd Furman forget about everything else all the great stuff you do just go Todd Furman you want a line? I'll give it to you. There you know you what?
9: The, the, you know what? In gambling parlance, that's fine. In the connotation living in Vegas, that might get me an awful lot of trouble. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Be good, guys. All See right. you, John. There goes Todd Furman. <laughs> yeah, it's getting me a lot of trouble. yeah, you, know, well, you know. He'll give it to you. You want a line? I'll give you odds on anything. I'll give you anything you want. I'll give you the odds.
3: Well, you might end up with an offensive line coach knocking on your door. Oh, boy. You know what? That's good. Hey,
1: you know, it's like you say that. It's like you say Batman. Oh, I said it. Yes!
7: Batman! <laughs> you know, there's
3: a big auction coming up next week. You can you, can, get can st- you win his cowl? The cowl. Yeah. The cowl. Uh, Joker's original outfit from Cesar Romero. Oh. Uh,
1: Caesar Girl Romero was not a tall man.
3: Well, no. He also uh he, he refused to shave his mustache, <laughs> which is one of the great bits as you watch the old series. But yeah, lots of props. So anybody wants
1: to uh, jump into my
3: GoFundYourself yourself account. <laughs> and
1: T J you can win your Batman Simon Cowell coming up oh, next. Boy. Batman! Batman. This is a 30-second commercial. Going to throw some numbers at you, but stay with me in just 15 minutes. You can save 15 percent or more in car insurance. This company's been offering great rates, great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24/7. The company is Geico. Go to Geico.com today. Sorry for the numbers and five, four, three, two, one. I am out of time. Coming up in one minute. Are the Warriors vulnerable? Yes and no. We'll tell you what we mean by that. But first, a guy who always tells you what he means. I mean, sometimes he hides it in a very creative pun. (laughs) Thank you. It's Tom Looney with What's Trending.
6: One baseball game still being played at this late hour in the Emerald City. Mariners and Rays tied at three in the bottom of the 10th inning. Dodgers and Rockies played a long baseball game tonight in Denver. Chris Taylor. Hit a long ball tonight Under delivers,
7: fly a ball. That's hit well to right field. Going back is Gonzalez. For the Dodgers. And this ball is gone. Gonzalez tried to decoy the runners by turning around as if he had a play to make. That ball is hit into the Rockies' bullpen, and the Dodgers take
6: the lead. Rick, Monday with a call, AM 570. L.A. Sports, Los Angeles, Rock, Colorado, 11-8. Diamondbacks tried a franchise record with six home runs tonight. Arizona ice-teed Miami 9-1. to 1. Albert Pujols, home run number 622. Angels, Walker, the Texas Rangers, 6-0. Scooter Jeanette, sported wood for Cincinnati. Reds, who's your daddy? The Padres, 7-2. San Francisco pitcher Chris Stratton, and three relievers combined on a six-hitter. Giants, four. Phillies absolutely nothing. You've crystallized my thoughts quite elegantly, Mr. Smith, and now we forge forth into the night with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios. as you know.
1: (laughs) Hey, Jason. Big fan. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you can save. Am I on? So... All day long, I've been seeing this, hey, the Warriors are vulnerable. Okay, I get it. Because the Warriors, clearly, the dynasty of the Warriors is on the backside of it. We've seen this Warrior dynasty reach the top of the mountain, and now it's the backside of the dynasty. Clearly, the team is not what they've been. Steph Curry is 30 years old and injury prone, and and they're struggling much more this season and in the postseason. And after game one, in which they escape because J.R. Smith doesn't know the score of the game, There's been, that's been the very popular opinion. that I saw at a lot of websites, ESPN's got it. Oh, they're vulnerable, they're vulnerable. The answer to that, are the Warriors vulnerable, is yes and no. Because if this was a, quote, up-and-coming team that they were playing, if this was the 76ers, if this was a talented team, like if this was the, playing the Rockets again who were healthy and not the Rockets without Chris Paul for the last two games of the series, they would be vulnerable and in a lot of trouble. But they're not right now because the Cavaliers are simply not good enough. They're not good enough to get by and win games. LeBron scored 50 last night, and they still lost. Yes, J.R. Smith made a horrible mistake, and they had a bad call against them. But still, LeBron had 50, and they didn't win. And the Warriors gave you really a B or B-minus game for most of the time. They got hot when they had to. But you had Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. They weren't even around in overtime. No, I mean, they huge... played, but they 0-for-1 from the floor. It was a B game from the Warriors, and they still were able to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're just not good enough. And the second reason why is it's very simple. Teams just don't give away games in the finals of any sport and go on to win. Nobody gives away a game in the NBA finals. Ah, that's right. We gave them that one. Now, no, they absolutely gave Golden State that game. There's turning points in every series. Sometimes it's when a team is so close, can't hold on, can't win a game in game three. Sometimes it's game five. Sometimes it doesn't happen until game seven. But last night was game one. You don't give away a game and come back and win the series. And the Cavaliers absolutely gave them a game. There's just It's just not where, okay, now we got a backdoor sweep coming. Now we're gonna win five. It doesn't go that way. No,
3: and th- that's the thing is coming into the series, prohibitive favorites, and you use the phrase "puncher's chance" to describe the Cavaliers and what they might be able to do to try to slow down the Warriors and potentially win this series. Well, they, they gave their best punch, LeBron James with fifty one points and a mostly terrific effort. As we talked with Kenny Rhoda, our buddy out of he's Mister Cleveland, but broadcast in Canton that. You you can't criticize LeBron James, but you still have to be cognizant of the fact that in the overtime period, he was still quite obviously wanting to punch J.R. Smith in the face so much <laughs> that he didn't quite play at his optimal level. Uh, and, and you got nothing from Durant and Curry in the overtime. You got a bad fourth quarter from Kevin Durant. You got long stretches where Steph Curry offensively disappeared. You got a little more of Clay Thompson. Didn't quite get the – The numbers, even though he got two near triple-double for Draymond Green, not quite the same impact. And, oh, yeah, you have the specter of Andre Iguodala still out there, whether he shows up or not. You got as much as you can out of the secondary players for the Cavaliers. Kevin Love put up a decent stat line. Again, not world-beating in any way, shape, or form, but you got what he could give you. you. You look at Green was less efficient in terms of his shooting And just go on down the line. You don't have somebody else to step up. That was your game. LeBron James, normally not engaged in a game one of a series. He left everything on that court for your full-on 53 minutes of play. And you, you walked away with a loss. And now you've got a fractured locker room. I don't care what anybody's saying today that you know we're all united. We all saw what we needed to do. No, no, no. You gave them the punch in the mouth. They played bad basketball for most of that game, and you walked away with a loss. Now you're, you're going to get their best effort because they know they can step on your neck with a big, resounding victory here, and I expect that's exactly what they do.
1: It, it, could, be, it could be one of those games that's over early. It could be 20 points and, and in the second quarter, and it's just going to be that way the rest of the way.
3: Well, you got through the surge once, right? You had that Steph Curry ridiculous surge at the end of the second quarter and then jr smith with his other botched play of the game where he just kind of waved at it and tried for the steal instead of playing the man so steph curry gets one of those launch shots that gets you into a tie game at halftime and so you you go into the half after playing pretty good basketball and, and for the game we go into the box score you see that the warriors shot 51 percent Well, they they were quiet for long stretches, right? You get the normal surge and heat up and the overplay on defense, some easy backdoor buckets uh, on guys that were out of position, the confusion from Clarkson at times uh, and, and some of the others on the defensive end that led some some easy baskets, easy lay-ins. And they, for one game, gave them all they, they could handle. and And now you know you're going to get a much better more concerted effort because Steve Kerr immediately, yeah, we got lucky.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we oh, know yeah. we got yep. lucky.
1: And, you know, right now I know he's doubtful for game two, Andre Iguodala. The good news today for everybody, the, N- the NBA decides, hey, sorry, we screwed you all last night. So, Kevin Love, you're not suspended. Tristan Thompson's just going to get a fine. Yeah, we're sorry. We really we're going to take some of yet. the Kardashian we're, money. We're, we're not going to do anything else. We're sorry about that. But when Andre Iguodala comes back, you are gonna see that's gonna be the big jump start for the Warriors, and they will turn back into, for a very short time, the team we expect them to be. That will be a huge juice to them. May not be for game two, because right now he's doubtful, but you know, you still have tomorrow. You got Saturday, you got Sunday. But maybe, you know, game three is not till Wednesday. So you gotta think that's that's gonna be the big difference maker. I think that's when the series really tilts back towards the Warriors and that, okay, here comes, here comes where, you know, the the Cavaliers just see it's a train coming through the top. Yeah,
3: short term, I I shrug and say, okay, maybe they they're able to get get a game, maybe the two. I predicted six before the series, and almost got off on a good start here uh, for a fantastic series. But you know that you've seen enough defensively, you've seen en- enough cracks that going forward, the the opportunity for other teams to rise up, and th- and this is where free agency and LeBron's decision this offseason gets. Really interesting. And if they get blown out tomorrow, we could start that speculation and start writing those columns and doing those four minute videos
1: right away. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, the NBA says a big I'm sorry to the Cleveland Cavaliers and a big headline out of LA. Time to get back to my take about Clayton Kershaw. It's next on Fox. I eat cookies good. <laughs> Very sexual, strong Twitter game. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Right now, Major League Baseball, there's only a little bit of action going on. Uh, you just heard Tom Looney tell you a few minutes ago, we got the Rays and the Mariners are in the middle of the 11th inning. And, uh, Anybody get Ponsatoni tonight? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, but in a game that just ended not too long ago, the Giants beat the Phillies for nothing. And I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that there was a guy sitting behind home plate at the Giants game wearing, you know, playing the Phillies, wearing a 76ers hat and a fire Brian Colangelo t-shirt. Good man. He's like Marlins man, except, you know, it's fire Brian Colangelo man. Seems like that could become a
3: trend. If that doesn't happen soon, right? I, When's their I, next home no, I don't. I,
1: <laughs> I don't see Brian Colangelo making the weekend. I really don't. There's, there's. You no think way. they
3: they give him a stay of execution because it was his birthday today? Happy birthday, Brian! You get to keep your contract for another
1: day. In the then here's the best part of the story though. Yeah. During the game, mm-hmm. he took that shirt off and he just had a shirt with the number 91 on it <laughs> from the burner account. Wow.
3: That's next level. That is next level stuff. That's almost like all the, the like memes that. you've been seeing oh, yeah. paying tribute to J.R. Smith's exploits of a night ago.
4: <laughs>
3: it's really been phenomenal. The, the number of photos of LeBron James in different poses with different facial expressions yeah. uh, to establish the anguish felt and the anger. Anger. If you could ever kill someone with a look. Oh, yeah, LeBron James. Well, He's, like he's cy- got the
1: He's got the looks that kill. He was like Cyclops if, 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 if I beams, you know, beams came it's out of his final. eyes. what a final. I actually played uh, uh, Too Young to Fall in Love for Zoe the other Did day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. How'd yeah. that work out for yeah. you? Yeah, it was fine. She liked it. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm too young, too young to fall in too young. Did you just start singing
3: in rounds? Well
1: then uh <laughs> <laughs> You say, too young to fall in love. Da, 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 da. Uh, the NBA it's has good said- good advice. NBA has said- uh, Hey, I'm sorry, uh, Cleveland. That two-minute review two, was like <laughs> 75 pages long. The two-minute review tonight uh, for game one of the NBA Finals said, like, yeah, uh, Draymond Green should have been called for a lane violation on the missed free throw by George Hill. That turned into the J.R. Smith forgetting what the score of the game was. Uh, sorry about that. We'll, we'll we'll get it next time. J.R. Smith is going, really? 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 You ca- Really? It's longer than all really? the-
3: documents founding really? this country <laughs> the two-minute report
1: how we get how about we get some new referees
3: oh Cause we get a
1: two-minute report every game hey we get two minute if you're missing all this add a referee they would probably not miss it well we keep talking about
3: robots for major league baseball how do we fix that in the nba do we have ex nba
1: players now officiating the Mueller report is going to be shorter oh, than boy. when we get the two-minute report of the NBA. It's a fair point. They spent $15 million on that thing so far. Uh, big news out of Major League Baseball, and I say this, and it hasn't been popular, but the Dodgers have to look at a future that doesn't include Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw got back from the DL for one start, now back on the disabled list again with a strained lower back. Very similar to the injury that sidelined him for about five weeks last year. According to Dave Roberts, he says he could be out about a month. Don't think it's too serious. That's a positive. But obviously, anytime he's going to be out, we're going to miss him. I've told you before, you have seen the best of Clayton Kershaw. You have. You haven't won the World Series without him. I'm sorry, but you haven't haven't gotten a chance to do it. You should have, but you didn't. He's 30 years old with back problems. All kinds of back problems. Backs don't get better. Bill Plaschke of the LA Times has told me many occasions, the Dodgers hold their breath every time the guy goes out there to pitch. You haven't won with him, and now he's on the wrong side of 30 with back problems. Back problems just don't go away. You know, if it was something where it was a hamstring, it's a knee, it's this, with a back, you are always day-to-day. The Dodgers have to say, okay, when the time comes, very soon, they can make their decision because you know Kershaw's got the out in his contract. They have to say, "Is it, it's going to be smart for us? Is going to be prudent for us to say, let's get in with more with him with more money for the rest of his career? Because it's just it's just not going to be worth it. It's going to be a UFA in a couple of years. He's got an out clause coming up after this season, and I, look." Kershaw's great, but you're, you're in a, for a bad investment right well, now. Well, he's
3: sure as hell not exercising the outclaws as we sit here now. No, but All if right? someone's
1: going to give him a long t- – hey, if he knows I can – someone's going to give me $200 million more million well, okay then. Well, the curiosity becomes
3: which team steps forward to that. But uh, the MRI showed no structural damage to the discs in Kershaw's back, but as soon as you open the the door to back injuries – in Major League Baseball, you're a 10-year veteran with a lot of miles uh, on, the, on the body, on the arm, and working with a lot of torque that, you know, bit by bit, that's going to start to aggregate and, and become a problem. So, for the Dodgers, now, you've already been taxed with the bullpen in his absence uh, before. And for Dave Roberts, it's going to be a very difficult summer because you don't have guys that go deep into games. And you've got an awful lot of hurt starters in this rotation.
1: Twitter at howaboutafresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harbin. You miss any of the show. You want the best of podcast? It's going to go up in just a few minutes. We have our social media team, hard at work tonight. Eric Roberts, not that Eric Roberts. Hard at work, getting that out there. ITunes. He was in Batman. <wh> huh? uh...
7: fan... Batman
1: iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio app, FoxSportsRadio.com. Rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you forever. From Mike, I'm Jason, straight out of Vegas. Coming up next, this is Fox.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets.